taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, this is the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, firm, related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about, coming to you live and direct, Harvest Studios, Baltimore City. What in the fuck is up? Man, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Your team just won, right? Yeah. You got the W? Yeah. Okay. So the, so the uh, Green Bay Packers are 2-0, and yeah. LA Rams are 2-0. and yeah, uh, we don't meet this year, do we? Uh, we do. We do meet this year, if I'm not mistaken. Don't, we don't. don't we don't meet we this, year. this year. Yeah. Okay. Lucky no, fair you. Enough. Yeah, well, okay. Whatever. Lucky you. Your, your um, team uh, just has to injure the the opposing uh, team's QBs in order to win. That's we do it dirty. So <laughs> Sometimes it's pretty as long as it gets done. Okay. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I like to take my dubs. You know, um, clean. I don't like I don't like any of this. Oh, you know, if only we had this, or only if we had yeah, that. Yeah, and, and no one ever like prays it. for an injury of an athlete or player, anyone really. You never want anybody to get hurt, anybody go down. Um, but it is a part of the game. If it yeah. happens, the show must go on, <laughs> and it did. And at the end of it, we uh, reign victorious. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so. Uh, Let's uh, let's jump into some uh, movie shit because uh, we, we got a whole uh, bevy of things to talk about. Uh, so uh, I know you know we want to we want to start being more sort of uh, uh, efficient with our time instead of yeah yeah. Let's so a lot of times when we do these shows, like we have so much on our docket of things that we want to talk about, um, and sometimes we just have so so much fun talk you know is sticking with one particular conversation or subject matter mm-hmm. that two and a two two and a half three hours later we don't even get to some of the stuff we want to talk about so yeah um you know we're going to make a point in this recording and future recordings to cover more of those topics by just you know not staying in one place for too long yeah yeah we got, we got to keep it on move we got to you know bob and weave yeah you know, that's what we got to do all right let's uh let's jump into what's coming out in theaters this uh this coming week uh we have the much heralded uh ad astra coming out in theaters uh which is of course starring uh a, a host of uh you know a-listers um the top of which is of course brad pitt um uh, this is uh, basically, you know, a, a space story about a. I'll give you the quick synopsis. Uh, a, a man journeys across a lawless uh, solar system to find his missing father, a renegade scientist who poses a threat to humanity. Uh, definitely interesting premise for the film. Um, and like I said, it, it has a, a pretty star-studded, uh, star-studded cast. Um, it has, uh, of course, like I said, Brad Pitt, uh, Liv Tyler, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, who I believe plays uh, Brad Pitt's father in this. Which is kind of weird because they kind of look the same age now. Brad Pitt old, old as fuck. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Not he old looks as old. fuck. He looks pretty old. Yeah, yeah. he looks. Uh, yeah, he looks like he's, um, he's, he's definitely signing up for AARP sometimes. Brad Pitt does not have the same uh, water that. <laughs> that Leonardo DiCaprio has. They're drinking different. Okay. They're different from different fountains. Who's, who's drinking better water? Oh, Leo. Leo still looks young. 
Do you think Leo looks young? I mean, obviously. He, or is he just always with somebody who is about 22, so therefore no, he I, looks younger? I think Leo has aged very well. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. He, he's, uh, I've seen younger Leo. Younger Leo was a little thinner. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're so going to put much, on some, uh, fa- some yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah, face yeah, is yeah, a little yeah. bit rounder, but he's yeah. aged well. <laughs> And, you know, not all white men age well. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, like I said, Tommy Lee Jones is in this uh, <laughs> is in this film. Uh, Donald uh, Sutherland, um, John Ortiz, uh, he, he's been in a lot of things. Uh, he, he's sort of one of those, uh, and I hate calling people A-list or B-list, but he's one of the, you wouldn't know him by name, but you, you would know him in terms of like, oh, like I've definitely seen him in some things. Anyways, uh yeah, a, a lot of buzz around this film at Astra. People are obviously talking about it. Um, not just that it, it's done well at film festivals, I believe, um, but the reviews for it have been pretty good, pretty pretty unanimously uh, uh, great. But then also, um, uh, uh, they're talking about it as far as Oscars, uh, that, that this might be an, uh, up for an Oscar. Um, so, yeah. Dude, um, to me, this movie is just too close to inter- in- Interstellar. You think? The, f- the film which had uh, what, Christian Bale. Was it Christian Bale? Or was it uh, uh, Matthew, no, Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey yeah. Yeah. Uh, space travel, space time continuum. Shit. Too close for me. But the movie doesn't look bad. Again, the cast is phenomenal. Yeah. When I see this in theaters... Honestly, I can't say that. Well, that's will. Uh, that's hurtful because I was just about to suge- uh, suggest it for a press play. So, <laughs> maybe we'll rather do a press yeah, play yeah, on yeah. hustlers. We'll get the bootleg. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> if you want to do it, yeah, we can do it. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, also coming out in theaters is uh, Running with the Devil, which is a um, uh, a film uh, starring uh, Ni- uh, Nicholas Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage, as well as uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, starring this film. Um, uh, it, the quick synopsis is a tenacious federal agent traces uh, the supply line uh, of a group of KG and uh, experienced cocaine dealers. Uh, I watched the trailer for it. It didn't look as campy as Nicolas Cage's movies tend to be uh, these days. Uh, it looked uh, slightly above that. So I don't know. A hundred percent. Nobody could ever make me go see this movie in theaters, but uh, it might be a good Netflix movie if it should <laughs> Rise upon. You wonder why uh, this is going to be in theaters in, at all. Is, yeah, it's a mystery. Because well, white, white men fell fail yeah. up. That's that's pretty much the. He's <laughs> a pretty big risk for uh, big screen at this point. You know, what I mean, yeah. streaming services. Yeah, and, and it's only. opening wide too, which is uh, an even greater mystery of, uh, of 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 you know why this movie is uh, is opening wide. Because yeah, that should. Most likely be a direct to DVD, yeah, or direct to streaming. Uh, streaming. At the very least. <laughs> Dur- yeah, yeah, direct to DVD yeah, would if you, be if you very <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> um, okay, uh, also opening is the wedding year, starring um, uh, Sarah uh, Highland, who she's. I don't know if you ever watched uh, um, Modern Family. She's yes. sort of the prissy do- uh, daughter, um, uh, and uh, also starring uh, Jenna uh, Dewan. Uh, 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 Channing Tatum's uh, ex. Remember they were in Step Up together? No, it's fine. No, I don't remember. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, but then, uh, <laughs> most notably for me is uh, Wanda Sykes is also in this film, as well as Tyler James Williams, who uh, everybody might know him from uh, Everybody Hates Chris. He was the uh, he's yeah. the kid who played Chris, as well as uh, Dear White People. I believe he was in the movie. I don't 
I don't think he was in the show. There's um, a Dear White People movie. Yeah, that's the first thing that came out. Oh, I just thought it was a show. I've never seen no. a movie. Yeah, the movie was the movie came out first, and then they were like, "Oh, this is we're we're getting a lot of feedback from this, so we'll go ahead and uh, continue it." So they uh, continued uh, with the uh, with the show, uh, and then also Anna Camp. Party foul. Is that porno? What is? What are you playing over there? Uh, <laughs> I was clicking on an article yeah. to uh, for one of the upcoming discussions that we're gonna have, and there was a. There was some um, footage tied to the article. Yeah, don't so. you just hate that one? They, like, they I just, just want to read it. I don't, <laughs> it was a fucking ad. Yeah. I don't want to uh, see the ad or I'm not buying anything you're selling me. I'm holy, trying to read something. Wholly unnecessary. So. You don't need to add anything to it. Um, anyways, uh, everybody might know Anna Camp from um, the uh, uh, Pitch Perfect uh, series. Uh, anyways, um, and then, of course... Uh, rounding out uh, our our theater uh, going experience this week is uh, a Downton Abbey, which everybody says wrong. Yeah, I've everybody always thought it was Downtown, downtown Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know it, it, it's it's kind of uh, strange. Uh, this show has been on for uh, a number of years. It's been on. Um, or it was on for a number of years. It was on from, I believe, 2010 through 2015. Um, and I just never watched it. I just never, never watched the show. But uh, now they've made a, a film uh, and where I'm guessing, you know, people are catching up with characters and, you know, whatever. Uh, to watch this movie, I would have to watch the show, and that, there's just no chance of that happening. No. So, uh, yeah, I mean, or at least I'm not gonna binge it. I I, I could watch it, but I, I'm just not. I have no desire to binge that right now. So there are some shows that again I, I've have I've heard <laughs> are really good and, and like kind of like a must watch, but yeah. they're they're so far into um, you know production. There's you know five, six, seven seasons, yeah, and starting it from the beginning seems like a daunting task and this is one Whoa. of them yeah like this i mean it's orange it's, it's only got black. five seasons but also i think it has like 22 episodes i, I think it's 22 season. episodes but I, I might be wrong about yeah, that like it this might, show scandal less. orange is the new black uh yeah. sopranos um even the wire like you know lost i'm like uh you know going back and starting those shows from the beginning yeah you're committing to something for the next six months to nine months if you watch consistently, you've yeah, got to watch. I guess, like I guess you got to pace yourself, and it also depends on how good the show is, right? Yeah. Because at the beginning, it seems like this daunting task, but then as soon as you like, so for for instance, and one thing we haven't talked about, which I'm surprised we haven't talked about, and also it's because I haven't watched a single episode of the new season, is Power. Um, uh, it, when I first started that series, I was I didn't want to start it because I was like, "Fuck, man, I want to have to sit through these fucking episodes. They're like an hour long each." Wolf, that seems like a high order. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know. After after the first you know few episodes, I was like, ah, all right, cool, whatever. You know, I'm into this. Um, and uh, but I there were only like, f- how many did you have to catch up on? Like four? five seasons. Five. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's it's good. That's that's, you know? that's what's that's what the toughest part about uh, letting a season uh, series ride out and then watching. Like I'd almost rather catch it live in some respects because it's like then I don't have to like catch up like five seasons and like a short it just seems it's like fuck yeah i gotta start at episode starting off starting off a popular show at episode one when everybody else you know is up to date on it yeah that 
it doesn't make it more difficult, but it just makes it more like somewhat frustrating, right? Because you'll tell them like, yeah, man, I'm on episode or season two, episode six, and they're like, oh, you know, did the thing happen yet? <laughs> and you're like, did you shut see up. The thing yet? Was the, <laughs> did what's his name? Did somebody die yet? And then you're like, oh, I, don't, I don't fucking know. Thank you for ruining that yeah. for me. Though. I don't I know. It. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're ruining something for me right now. Yeah. So that's one of the worst parts. Yeah. Um, okay. Let, let's jump into uh, what's coming out on streaming. Um, this week, uh, September apparently is a light month for streaming content because uh, there wasn't uh, there isn't a whole lot that uh, that that that's hitting the waiver wire uh, for for streaming this uh, this um, this coming week. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, let's start off with uh, Netflix. Uh, we have Los uh, Tigres del uh, Norte uh, at Folsom Prison. Um, which essentially, quick synopsis is the uh, it's it's about the the beloved uh, Nortino band uh, Los Tigres de uh, Norte um, performs for the inmates of uh, Folsom Prison uh, on the fiftieth anniversary of Johnny Ca- uh, Johnny Cash's uh, iconic concert. So, uh, for those who would remember Johnny Cash, uh, the, the the man in black, as they used to call him, uh, performed at an actual prison for the inmates which was kind of for you know a, a, a artist of his sort of stature that's kind of fucking big and important you know uh so anyway so he did it at this Folsom prison uh apparently 50 years ago so this band is uh sort of uh remembering the event uh by I believe I I don't I can I, I can't remember if they made their a song of their own or if mm-hmm. they're they're just doing covers of uh, his shit no idea but uh either way uh, that is Los Tigres del Norte at Folsom Prison. I don't know. Is it rude to speak with sort of like a little twinge of an accent? You know, I you... always wonder that. Yeah, but like, I feel like I'm being racist somehow. Let's just say it's not because it's more fun. <laughs> well, now it's racist. Now that yeah. you said it's fun. <laughs> Especially if you're speaking in like a, you know, a Spanish or Italian or Russian um, yeah. yeah, with Russian, I don't feel too bad about because it, it. Like, I don't, I, yeah. I don't care if they take offense. No. <laughs> so, so it's one of those things where you're not doing it based off of the. Uh, it's not like a ethnicity based thing, right? It's not like yeah. a color based thing. You could do it to uh, Nigerians. You can do it to Russians. You can do it to <laughs> nah, Chinese. If you do it to Nigerians, that's you can do it to Koreans. Come on, no. If you do it to Koreans, that's fucked up. Come on, those are, those are some of the most fun ones. Uh, it's it's fucked up. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the last uh, kids on Earth, which is a uh, uh, animated series uh, on Netflix. Uh, basically, zombies and monsters invade uh, uh, hometown. Yeah, I don't even feel, feel like reading the rest of that. Last kids on uh, Earth. It's yeah, kind yeah, of self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Zach Galifianakis's uh, "Between Two Ferns" the movie. Uh, which basically, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm sure somebody's, you know, everybody's seen clips of some of the between two friends. Have you? Nay. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? It's no. it, Oh, it's right up your alley because it's awkward. It's weird. It's fucking. So I'll say this just yeah. because I know, you know, I don't love Zach uh, Galifianakis. He's yeah. not like my favorite actor or comedian. He should be. He's awesome. But no, I, I. I, st- I still think that same thing. I think he's awesome. So like, I, I don't really have to know too much about this and I don't want to see the clips. I just, I'm just going to go watch it. Yeah. Well, to give, uh, to give everybody sort of like an idea if they haven't watched, um, you know, the, the series, um, 
what it is is basically just him interviewing celebrities um but he has like two ferns beside them um and it's basically just him asking them extremely awkward questions yeah that sounds good i'm extremely awkward i feel like i've seen this somewhere and you're you're not Uh, sure if he's being serious like if it's like all stage or not you're he has such a like a deadpan sort of delivery that you're like I don't know if he's actually asking them uh, these so, questions. So here's where I saw this show. Because yeah. um, I think he's going to be... So on the next episode of the show that I watched, uh, David Letterman's uh, and my next guest is... He did, he did a Between Two Ferns with uh, David Letterman. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that... Oh, uh, in the, for this movie, though. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. my the next episode of... Um, uh, and my next guest is that I was gonna watch. Yeah, is that episode because it ah. looked really interesting. So I yeah, was yeah. trying to jog my memory before, like, where have I seen this thing before? Yeah, uh, and that's where it is. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, so I'm definitely gonna watch the David Letterman interview, and I, I want to watch this. Is it a show or a movie? Well, it it, it was basically. Uh, I don't, actually don't know if it was an actual show so much as it was just like I, I remember seeing it on YouTube. I don't know if it was an actual show, so I have no idea. But it was very low budget because all it, all they had was just two Zach chairs, Allen, just two, two chairs. Ferns, that's and, it. Yeah. Um, but in this film, um, they uh, they have a whole list of you know actors and actresses. Uh, I'll just run through a few of them. Uh, we have a uh, Will Ferrell, Matthew McConaughey, Benedict Cumberbatch, Peter Dinklage, Chrissy Teigen, David Letterman, uh, Jason Schwartzman, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Paul Rudd, Rashida, uh, Rashida Jones, John Legend, Adam Scott, Brie Larson, John Hamm, Aquafina, Haley Ste- uh, Steinfeld, uh, John Cho, Keanu Reeves, Chance the Rapper, Tessa Thompson. Are all the people who sort of are? I'm guessing going to be like the guest on, you know, the show. Like, uh, this so, sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Basically, like that. I guess the premise of the movie is that they're basically taking between two ferns, like on the road, and they're just traveling and talking to, uh, you know, the celebrities. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm pretty excited about that one, and the fact that it's on Netflix and I could just you know turn this on is uh, is pretty exciting. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, Criminal which is another uh, Netflix uh, film. Um, this looked very interesting. It was basically, uh, well, let, let me try to find the synopsis here before I speak out of uh, out of turn. Um, yeah, hold on one second. So not, or yeah, not uh, so he, here's the now. synopsis of it. Uh, within the walls of an interrogation room uh, and with time running out, London investigators go through three suspects who accused, uh, each accused of a grievous uh, crime. So it's basically, I think, I think the idea of the show is that it all basically just takes place within this interrogation room and these investigators basically are just, you know, um, questioning these suspects and they have to sort of decide whether they're you know uh you know guilty or innocent um it looked very interesting very compelling from the uh from the uh, the trailer i saw of it um so so yeah uh all right then we have a disenchantment uh part two which essentially just looks like uh it almost looks like simpsons a little bit seems like it's uh, i wouldn't be surprised if it's from the same people who do simpsons animated series yeah yep. on, on netflix uh and apparently th- this is part two so and i think part one is fairly popular but anyways uh we have fastest cars uh fastest car season two which is basically just like a you know i guess a racing you know um thing but they i think they like fix up like old beater cars and then they like kind of soup them up with like the engine shit like it still looks like a beater card but it's yeah i, yeah. I watched um uh season one 
Did it's you? surprisingly good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so some of them featured like, you know, people who will take like an old 1993 Honda Civic, but they've got like um, this you know, racing Formula One engine or motor in it. Yeah. Um, there was this one episode where the guy had a minivan, right? But the minivan had like 800 horsepower. Shit. Right? So it was fast as fuck. Um, yeah. Some of the episodes featured like supercars versus supercars, like Lamborghinis versus Ferraris versus Porsches versus Corvettes. Mm. Um, and then like the stories of the people who like own and build and make these cars, all very interesting characters. Yeah. Um, so... Season one was really good. If you haven't seen season one, go back watch a couple episodes. I can I'm gonna watch season two of this show too. Nice. I was wondering where it went. Yeah, well, it's back. Here it is. <laughs> uh, okay, um, and then also coming out is uh, Inside Bill's uh, Brain Decoding Bill Gates. Uh, basically, just a I guess a documentary about just Bill Gates. Uh, it's a I, th- I believe a three part documentary. Um, basically, just you know uh, diving into his mind. I guess. Um, it looks really interesting. I'm very, I'm very intrigued by it. I, I do want to, I, I will be checking this out uh, because uh, Bill Gates is kind of an interesting dude in, in that, you know, he's a billionaire um, who I think is very sort of polarizing in the way that like, obviously, you know, I think earlier in his career, it was more about just trying to build out Microsoft and maximizing, you know, Microsoft come, you know, uh, hell or what is it? The phrase come hell or high water. Yeah, I believe it's the phrase. Um, and then later in his life, he's been more dedicated to the Bill and uh, Melinda Gates uh, Foundation. Yeah, um, the philanthropy. And philanthropy and all that shit. Um, but he's still a billionaire, so, so you there's could, some dirty Which basically somewhere. means you could do more, <laughs> but, but you're, you're specifically not, not choosing to. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I guess then that begs the question is, is like, okay, well, you know, if, if I have $10 billion, I give away... Uh, five of it. Can people, I just keep the other people, half? Yeah, people are gonna say, "Oh, well, you still have five billion. It's yeah. Like, uh, I mean, but to, to be fair, uh, nobody needs a billion dollars. Like, no, there is no. no need for a billion dollars. Like, uh, there is no way you could spend all of that money. There is literally no way you could spend unless all you that. just bought ridiculously expensive. Things Even if you did, for no do, reason. Do you know how much everything you buy would have to be like? Yeah. 10 million each every hour. <laughs> you can spend a billy if you really try to. I'm, you not buy talking, a I'm not talking about if you win the lottery, you get a billion dollars and they take like half. I'm talking about if you, somebody just gave you straight up a straight up a billy, a billion you, you dollars. spend it. You can spend a billion. If you gave your money to the government, I'm you sure buy they'll spend it. <laughs> $100 million house on every, pl- on every continent, right? You said one there, there goes like seven hundred million right there. Yeah, wait, what'd you say? One million dollar so house. You go buy one hundred million dollar house on every continent just to say do you you, could, you have a home on every continent. Do Do you know how much a billion is? Yeah, but it's look, a hun- uh, how many continents are there? I probably a, should know. What this. is it? Is a thousand hundred million? When you say it like that, it sounds crazy. It's staggering. I, I don't <laughs> even know if I got that right. But, no, but look, how many continents are there? It's like seven, right? So, yeah. you put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, shit, I don't, I don't right. know either. All right, we have North America. Wait, no, we have shit. North America, South yeah. America, <laughs> Antarctica. But is North America it's two separate continents? Or, holy shit, we're sounding so fucking. Yeah, stupid. we're sounding. <laughs> let's abandon this conversation. <laughs> we're losing <laughs> listeners right now. Let's just say there's seven continents, yeah, but I'm shit, pretty shit. sure there are. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Um, and. You know, the, obviously, there's I mean, there's several hundred million dollar plus properties in the U.S. and um, throughout Europe and Asia. If you buy, if you're like, hey, I want to 
house on each continent. Sure. And you have a billion. I'm going to buy a hundred million dollar house on each continent. That's 700 billion right there. 700 million right there. Yeah. You spend the rest on supercars, really expensive shit, hookers, <laughs> and the <laughs> best there drugs in the world. There's not enough hookers in the world to get you to even come close to spending all of your billion. Like high end super hookers, not like the regular ones. Uh, still. No. Yeah, true. You can't. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Unless you're just. You're, you can't even have that much sex. No. Right? <laughs> You'd be fucking tired. You'd be, yeah. be too tired to spend the rest of the money. Okay. Uh, so let me let me see. Uh, the U.S. meaning of a billion is a a thousand million or one followed by n- uh, nine knots. So I guess it's a lot less than I was saying, but that's. Still staggering though. A gotcha. thousand so like a million. Mil- so a million would be like what a thousand hundred dollar bills. No, is that the? And so uh, I Wait, thought it was like a no. million would be like a Yo. thousand. Oh my god, we are sounding stupid. Uh, we're, we're sounding very stupid. No, you, but like, let's keep going. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's not stop here. <laughs> I went to We've come this far. You're like, no. We'll a thousand hundred dollar bills is that not a million? A thousand hundred dollar bills. No, no. Gotta do this math. No, that's not. That doesn't sound right. No, it's a, it's a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand dollars is a million. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I didn't fucking know that. Yeah. So, hundred thousand, hundred dollar bills <laughs> is a million. Yeah. Whatever listeners we had, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're promptly gone. exiting now. Yeah. Like, yeah These I'm guys are really stupid. Smarter oh, than this. Oh, that's you're stupid. Million, stupid anyway. is what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you can spend a billy. <sighs> Uh, you, you, you can Over spend, the course of a, of your entire lifetime, you, you, you can, can spend, spend anything, right? By based on just by buying ridiculous shit. But what I'm saying is, is if you live not even a modest lifestyle, but just like even, okay, like say if you're even living like a lavish lifestyle, a billion dollars is fucking hard. Like yeah. you'd have to try. Oh yeah, you have, to, have to make have a, a real goal like, hey, I'm of, gonna, I need to spend all this money, and you have to say, I'm going to spend this much every day, or try and spend more than this amount every day in order to like hit this goal in a particular amount of time. Yeah. Um. I mean, Mike Tyson spent <laughs> what two two hundred million, right? Over the course of like three years, right? But then you give you give 1995. Uh, Mike Tyson a billion he'll spend it yeah fair enough and, and, and inflation's only gone up so that, I guess that helps you in your uh, in your uh, your argument um, okay and then last uh, coming out on Netflix is uh, Las Del uh, uh, Hockey uh, although I could have just said hockey but I chose not to uh, not quite sure why yeah, yeah I, I didn't like the um, the foreign accent you used for that one too I couldn't yeah. it wasn't distinct enough yeah. for me to figure out what, what region yeah. you were no, uh, I, I regret it disrespecting I, I regret it. yeah <laughs> I wish I could take it back um, uh, so this is about uh, the passionate members of a girls roller hockey team uh, chasing down victories in, on the rink uh, while striving to make time for school family and romance so yeah, yeah. Uh, um, to anyone who watches that, hope you enjoy it. I will not. <laughs> Why not? But it seems pretty. No, it actually, it seems pretty you know, true. you know what? I, you know what? I don't like. I don't yeah. like the word rink. Why don't you like the word? Rink? Uh, the roller skating rink. Yeah, hockey rink. I mean, that's what it's called. That's that's just. Yeah, I just don't just like it. it. Hockey, okay. I, roller skating <laughs> ring. Because I, I always thought it was ring. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but it's rink. You're. I don't like that shit. Uh, willfully uh, misinformed, but. 
why not just leave it the way it is? Why not just let it be ring? Why does because it was never who rink. was like uh you know this is a rink ours it is was, a rink it's never just put the K in there it was never that in the first place. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Um, all right, so uh, let me get to a couple throwback picks uh, for uh, for streaming. Uh, the first one uh, is from HBO, um, and it's uh, "They Shall Not Grow Old," uh, which is basically. Um, it is, uh, let me just give, again, the quick synopsis. Uh, using state-of-the-art the technology and materials from the BBC and Imperial War Museum, filmmaker Peter Jackson allows the story of uh, World War One, World War World War One, uh, to be one. told uh, by the men who are there, life on the front, uh, is explored through the voices of the soldiers uh, who discuss their feelings about the conflict. Um so I saw this in theaters, um, and uh, a shout out to to to, to Dan. Uh, Dan got me to go out to the theaters to see this, uh, and um, dude, it it blew my fucking mind. It blew my mind, and I almost with a passion hate watching like war films or documentaries or anything like that. Yeah. I, I hate it. But this was this was amazing good. because they use technology to basically restore and not even just restore but enhance. Um, all of this uh, archived footage uh, from World War One, um, and it was amazing. Uh, and and then not even just like making it look good, but everything like flowed about it, and it was just uh, it was all really well done. And Peter Jackson, of course, is of uh, Lord of the Rings fame. Um, and then there was like also commentary too uh, that he, he sort of added to it. I believe both at the beginning and at the end. Um, of the film about like sort of how they did it and and, and all that good stuff and yeah anyways uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it but it, it, it definitely uh, it's worth checking out even if you don't like watch the entire thing yeah um, it's still worth just looking at you know it's just amazing what they d- were able to do with it yeah because I mean I feel the same I'm any type of war movie I really don't care about it has to either be a compelling story a unique perspective yeah or just something that's like more artful and less about actual like war yeah, like behind the scenes stories of like how things actually took place. I like that. Yeah, um, this sounds pretty interesting. And yeah. I think uh, Peter um, Jackson, Peter Jackson, he just does great work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then we also have uh, the Lego Movie Two, uh, the second part. Uh, I didn't. W- I watched one. I haven't seen two, uh, so I, I want to definitely check this out on HBO. Um, I definitely enjoyed one. Uh, I didn't think I would. I didn't. Or think, I, not not even that. I didn't think I would. I just. I didn't really. Uh, I didn't think anything of it. Uh, and then I watched it. I was like, oh, that was actually pleasantly. I think I saw half of Lego movie. And you didn't? Did you, did you not like it? Um, I didn't dislike it. Yeah. I think I was just like, I, just, I let my daughter watch it. <laughs> yeah. And then it was just like time for bed. And we were just like, all right, let's cut this shit out. <laughs> never turn this This is silly what we're doing here. Let's go to sleep. Um, uh, Lego movie two. Uh, yeah. These the, and animation is just getting better and better. Um, did you, you watch two? No, I mean, I haven't oh, seen it. But like okay. the, for the uh, animated movies that, the most recent animated movies I've seen. Mm. Animation is just getting better and better and better. Uh, Pets, uh, uh, Secret Life of Pets 2, that looks really, really good. Yeah. I think that's out, or it's coming out. But anyway, uh, and Kevin Hart, hope you're doing well. Uh, well. We'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. I think he's released from the hospital, and obviously he's uh, in Pets 2. 
Yeah. Conversation down the road. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there. All right. Last uh, throwback is uh, coming out on Netflix is uh, Surviving R. Kelly Season 1. Um, I like how it's Season 1 to imply that there's going to be further seasons of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys aren't done yet. <laughs> there's, there's more. more. <laughs> um, uh, so I was talking to someone last night about, like, potential Halloween costumes ideas. Yeah. And... Um, what am I? So I have two ideas so far. One is gonna be. Oh God, I don't even know. I don't. What is gonna be OJ? Right. So I was thinking about how would you even dress like OJ? I'll get like an old like? Like OJ Simpson jersey. Wear some like football oh, pants. Oh, dude. Can, and then what are you I'll doing? Have, keep a black glove with me that oh, doesn't fit. Oh my God, dude. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get eggs thrown at you or if you were going to laugh hysterically. I, it could go either way. I'd love either reaction. <laughs> um, the other one was I was going to be. R. Kelly from the interview that he did um, with what was who did he interviewed with um, Gail was it was it Gail Gail okay. King that who R. Kelly did oh yeah, yeah I think it was Gail King, Gail King. Yeah, yeah so uh, during that interview he wore like a very particular style of like really ugly suit <laughs> did he yeah it was, it was like a it was a suit you don't forget yeah it's like why if you want me to look at you as if you are not a terrible person <laughs> <laughs> Why did you wear that suit? Ah, that's hilarious. Because that suit, you look like a criminal. <laughs> you you did it. You're fucking guilty. You put on that suit. Did um, they all go to like the same like uh, fucking manufacturer? And like, it was like one like of those. I definitely definitely committed this crime suit. It was like one of those men or a Burlington coat factory. <laughs> Not even Burlington. <laughs> Burlington oh, Coat yeah. Factory Burlington suits. Coat Factory suits. <laughs> it wasn't uh, tailored, and it's like Arkell, you know, Robert. You have money. <laughs> Get it tailored. Apparently, he does not have money. His uh, publicist should have been like, "Hey, we're gonna go with a brighter colored suit, <laughs> a nice tie to make you look yeah. like you're, you know, things are going as they should be. You're not this lunatic that everyone thinks you are." But nope, Arkell was like, "I'm gonna dress myself today." Yeah, and I, so I was thinking about wearing, finding a suit like that. Yeah. And then just getting like a sticker, putting on my shirt and saying like, hi, I'm Robert Kelly. Yeah. And seeing if people get it. Ugh, uh, good luck with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That I, one might I, 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 annoy a few people. I was going to suggest that we all spend Halloween together, but you know what? I, I think I'll just let you go off on your own and report <laughs> back. No, no, I'll, I'll come over and see if you guys will survive. Uh, no, nah, it's all right. I, I want to have <laughs> friends at the end of this. <laughs> whoever, whoever I know who doesn't know you. Um, and then they see you would judge you basically going to judge this shit on <laughs> Tuna, is this your friend is this, is this who you hang out with is this who you choose to spend your time with um okay um so we talked about all of the shit coming out cool uh let's talk about um some of the trailers uh, and really only there was actually plenty of trailers but uh but I, uh, somehow i forgot to even write some of them down so we'll talk about just a couple here um uh, let's talk about Modern Love with uh, um, your favorite uh, white actress uh, of choice, <laughs> uh, Anne Hathaway. Um, so uh, re- really quickly, I'm going to pull it up. Modern Love is a, it's actually a TV series. It's a TV, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah I kind of fucked that up. I, th- yeah. I thought it was a movie. No, I, mean, I also thought it was a movie too, but it's a TV series um, uh, starring Anne Hathaway, Tina Fey, Andy Garcia, and Dev Patel, also featuring... Um, a few uh, a few others that you might know, Olivia Cook, Sophia uh, Boutlet, and Catherine Keener. Again, these are people like, like you know them if you see their face. But yeah, and uh, Christine Melody, who, yeah. uh shout out to uh, How I Met Your Mother. So I, I just thought this movie was interesting because um, Anne Hathaway, like at, at a point in time, 
she was a very big actress in Hollywood, right? She's doing a lot of movies, and she was like, you know, among the, you know, the, some of the brightest stars in Hollywood, right? Yeah. Uh, then the, after she did uh, Dark Knight Rise, and she played Catwoman, there were a few years there where she, you just kind of didn't really hear from her much. And then more recently, she did o, uh, Ocean's 8. Yeah. Which, interestingly enough, Ocean's 8 was about like this group of uh, eight women who uh, set up this scheme to con uh the met gala right i Mm -hmm. I don't know if i didn't watch it i haven't watched it yet i do want to but i haven't watched it yet Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know if it was for diamonds or money but anyway there was it was a scheme to con uh a met gala event Mm -hmm. and i I was looking at this uh when i saw modern love i watched the trailer looked really good and i was like oh where's anne hathaway been right so i looked so i did some like google research on anne hathaway and one of the first articles that popped up was talking about um, you know, this guy she used to date back in the day. This was like maybe 2008. Um, he was like this French uh, this French guy. I forget his name, but I'm going to have it here in a second. And he was a con man, right? So and so the article was written around the time that Ocean's 8 was coming out. And it was basically saying, like, hey, guys, you know, Anne Hathaway Anne Hathaway's doing Ocean 8 movie where she plays a con woman. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that she dated a con man back in the day. Uh and I'd heard about it, but I'd never really done any like real w- research on it. Mm-hmm. And the shit that he was doing was fucking crazy. It was like some Bernie Madoff type stuff, where he started this like fake company, and the you know the company claimed to have relationships with the Vatican, right? So that they were able to buy these like church properties, well below market value. And then he was like a somewhat of a broker, yeah. Um, but it was completely a lie. And but he got so big into this scheme that he was like. Um, you know, working with the Clintons and, you know, working with Trump and, uh, you know, he had, he was spending a ridiculous amount of money that he was getting from his uh, donors. Mm -hmm. Again, and and this was all a scam. So like, you know, they were talking about the lavish lifestyle he wanted to live. Like he paid an elite dog dog walking service, $37,000 a month. He, at one point they said that he like flew his, uh, personal physician from like new york to italy um just to check out something like he had like a th- his throat was sore so he flew him to italy yeah. to to look him up and he was like, oh you're fine <laughs> flew him back right <laughs> this is all um, yeah. money from the fund that he started so he sure. was just doing wild shit he was renting like five million dollar a day yachts with with him and Anne hathaway right and throughout the whole thing like once the once you know the curtains finally came down and, and, you know, the federal, the Fed investigation started. Uh, she broke up with him like 10 days before he got indicted. And I think he did like uh, a couple of years in jail and then he got uh, deported back to Italy. But mm. she said she had no idea. Like, oh, I knew nothing was going on. I, yeah. I didn't question where the millions and millions of dollars were coming from. We just hung out on the yacht. Yes, this bracelet cost three million dollars i didn't ask him where he got the money from so it was just all very but i mean but i mean like it's not like it's not like you know she was with him and then he got rich and then she was just like i don't know where this money came from it was like he was already rich so no but see that was the thing she they started dating as he was like getting rich right so the money it was they started dating and then the money started rolling in and a lot of people speculated that he kind of used her celebrity Mm -hmm. to garner to get meetings and start conversations with, with people that he probably never would have gotten mm. been able to step into the same room with, but yeah. he's dating this Hollywood actress. So, yeah. Hey, you know, come in. Uh, so again, it was very interesting. 
so that's something that happened in Anne Hathaway's past. She did Ocean 8. She's got this modern love movie or this TV series coming out. Which I mean, she, she bounced back, dude. Uh, so yeah, she, it was a good she bounce did, back. She did, she did uh, The Dark Knight Rises, but then she also did um, uh, Interstellar, The Intern. She was in, um, in Interstellar? Yeah, she was, yeah. Um, damn, Dr. Brandt? No. Brand. Yeah, I, I forget who. Don't remember character. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's because you're not really a fan of uh, Interstellar, but um, no, anyways. I I really liked Interstellar. I'm not a fan of Ad Astra um, or whatever okay. that fucking movie's coming out. But anyway, uh, good to see Anne Hathaway back doing shit, working, um, <laughs> and this this yeah. modern love thing looks really good. Uh, it looks all right. Uh, let's explain to people what. Not uh, really good. Uh, uh, really good was a stretch. Yeah. Looks, okay. <laughs> looks okay. It looks okay. Um, uh, the story is really good. And um, yeah, continue. B- basically, it's just like a, a anthology. Uh, and I'll give you the the actual premise here is uh, modern lover will explore love in its multitude of forms, including sexual, romantic, fam- uh, familial, platonic, and self love. Um, it's basically just like one of those. I don't know if you've ever seen those movies like Valentine's Day or uh, something, something. They always come out with during like holiday seasons where it's just like a whole bunch of fucking people doing shit and it's disconnected stories and then maybe somehow and then they the all end, somehow fall in love at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm assuming this kind of is, but um, but who knows? Um, it, it might be better or worse. Um, it it, it looks like an from, easy watch. It looked like it was like a. I'd, I'd watch it, and now that I know it's a series, I'm like, okay, good, because it looks like I might have the choice of watching the first two episodes and be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Now, like the 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 romance column section, particularly for uh, um, this is like New York Journal or New York the New Yorker, New York Magazine. I forget which. Uh, Say that one more time. What publication was it for again? Was it was the, like, what the, for? So this this series is oh produced by the uh, the New York Times New York Times yeah. yeah okay I don't know why I can fucking remember that one um there and I think the L A Times or those two are particularly known for having like a huge following for their um like romance column yeah uh, so I can imagine these stories are gonna be very interesting or the stories that are in those columns are very interesting yeah uh, so this is gonna be uh, dropping on Amazon Prime um and I guess that also flavors the oh. water a little bit yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna watch that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my how the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, it's, for it's you a, and Hathaway. It's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of things working against it. Uh, it's coming out in October, October 18th to be uh, specific. Um, okay, uh, l- l- I want to talk briefly talk about one more trailer that I that I did watch that I thought it was worth noting, uh, and that is C. Uh, that's S E E. Uh, it's a show uh, that's going to be on Apple Plus, uh, and it's um, starring uh, Jason Momoa, um, who, of course, is from, um, I don't even know. Do I even have to explain who Jason Momoa is? I, I feel like everybody should know who he is. Yeah, Kyle Drogo. Yeah, he Kyle played Drogo. Aquaman yeah. recently as well. Yeah. Um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this trailer is because uh, it's been interesting seeing the reactions from uh, people about this. Uh, some of people would say the trailer looked like trash, that it looked terrible, that it looked boring, that it looked stupid. I say it looks fucking interesting. It looks really interesting if I if I do say so myself. Um, it's basically um, it's about uh, you know a world where I think people have gone blind. Yep. Um, and they're um, 
uh, and then these two children are some children are born who can see. So I think it's about them sort of protecting the children, um, you know, and, and bringing them, to, although, you know, I would think maybe it's about the children protecting them since they... No, interestingly yeah. enough, I think it might be about them protecting the children, right? No, I mean, it, it is, it, 100% is them protecting the children. Because now the children, the children are for it, Who's right? in the better position to protect who in that case? I guess that, you know, the kids, you can see a punch being thrown at you, whereas, <laughs> you know, these others can't. Yeah. Um, but they're kids, so they, they need to be protected, and they're somewhat valuable, too. So I feel like that's what this show is going to center around. Um, yeah. I saw the trailer. It looked really good. I'm not a big Jason Momoa fan. Really? Uh, mostly because, so I liked him in... Uh, Game of Thrones, just because he was just perfect for that role for some reason, right? Yeah, uh, I hated Aquaman. I didn't. I, I still haven't I, watched it, dude. I see it available every day on HBO. And holy I still fuck! Um, to watch, watch it. it. Watch it. But Ugh, yeah, I don't want to. It's just because like you just gotta just, I, but, just do it. And I realized this is what it is. This is why I hate watching these type of movies, especially when it comes from like DC. I know what I'm gonna get. Yeah. I know what I'm walking into. Like, even the best of them, right? Like, they said, oh, you know, uh, Wonder Woman was so great. I, no, it wasn't. It was it was mediocre at best. Uh, it was okay. That's that's as, that's exactly, okay. that is the okay. most appropriate description of it. It was okay. Yeah. You know? Um, but to them, I was like, oh, my God. People did absolutely hate it. So, therefore, it's the best thing ever. Um, so, uh, the next Wednesday that you have. Yeah. When you've. Not had a terrible day at a, work. It's a mediocre day of the week. Well, you know what? The next time you have like a really rough day at work, that's when you want to come home and watch Aquaman because <laughs> you're gonna be like, hey, it can't get any worse than this, right? It is only <laughs> up from here, and and that yeah. movie is is you know it's okay, so it won't make the day completely suck, right? Yeah, you'll be you'll be thankful that hey, I wasn't a part of this film. Yeah. Um. So uh, C uh, looks interesting to me, but it's been weird seeing some of the rea- not weird, but uh, just interesting seeing some of the the reactions from it um, from the trailer. Uh, and of course, like, like I said, this is coming out on Apple TV Plus. Um, and uh, there was one other show that they came out with this with uh, Jennifer Aniston yeah, and uh, Bill uh, Steve Carell. Newsroom um, or something like that. Yeah, something. It, it has to do with a newsroom. I don't know if it's. It's definitely not called newsroom. Uh, morning show. show. Morning, morning show. show? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it looks really good. It, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. But is it enough to get people to actually like buy into Apple TV Plus? I don't know. I don't know because these are new properties that are really uh, obviously unknown, um, and I don't know if. You know, obviously, Apple has a huge name behind them. So at least yeah. people, some people will just be curious to see what they've got to offer. But uh, I think they're going to have to get a TV series, or like a movie, do a big movie production with like an actual like movie star. Right. No, but they, uh, I mean, what are you talking about? Jennifer Aniston, no, Steve Carell. No. Listen, we've had this conversation before. Sure. Jennifer Aniston isn't a movie star, but there's no. I'm actress. saying I'm saying there's tons of people within a it. Plus, different. plus also, I mean, Jason Momoa. I mean, he, he is a bona fide. He's a an movie star. actor. He's not a movie <laughs> okay, star. Who's, who's a movie star? Brad Pitt. Okay. Idris Elba. Matt Damon. Idris Elba, get the fuck out of here. I would say Idris Elba's a, a movie, movie star. star. Like. People will go specifically to the theaters to see Idris. I think so. No, it's Idris accompanying somebody else. That's usually what it is. 
I would give Idris movie star. Okay, um, Denzel Washington, okay. movie yeah, star, bonafide movie right? star, right? Sure. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston is an actress, not a movie <laughs> star. Like, um, who's the uh, um, the the woman we we who's always winning those fucking awards? Uh, not Glenn Close. Uh, uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, yeah. movie star. Jennifer Aniston, actress. Uh, that's that's the distinction. All right, I guess if you say so. Um, so I think they're gonna have to get like some really some bigger names, but again that at that price four ninety nine. And 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 here's yeah, it's four ninety nine a month. Here's for what's Apple gonna Plus work for Apple, Apple TV Plus yeah. for Apple TV Plus. Here's what's yeah. gonna work for them. Mo- a lot of people already have Apple devices, so it's an easy. Hey, you already have the device. You know, we're gonna add this four ninety nine to your bill. You can do it directly from your phone right now. It's super, and you can. Do it across all of your devices, your phone, your tablet, your computer, your TV at home, right? It's going to be because while you're signing up for a subscription, the device is already in your hand. Yeah. So super easy to sell. So I think that's, I I think Apple TV is going to have some really good subscription Mm -hmm. ratings or numbers just because the, the, for the end user, the barrier to entry is so much lower than others right like hulu yeah. you have to go to hulu's website you have to download the hulu app but uh, i i really like you really think lowly of the american public because you're like <laughs> you don't have the energy to go <laughs> uh, I, have to, I have to go to com. i just uh, it just can't be easier you, and you don't even have to do that you just go to your whatever google play store uh, uh apple store uh, just go to the stores and <laughs> oh i have to go to the digital store yeah. now that seems just as uh, cumbersome as going to the actual store. It's like oh, I don't want to go to just. just I, I just can't tell Siri to do it. And you know actually, what? You can't tell Siri. You probably can tell Siri to like sign up for Apple TV yeah. Plus, and she'll do it. Yeah. Well, Damn, I'm sure you could do that. They're gonna make that. it as easy for you as possible because they know that. Oh, yeah. They're competing against Netflix and Disney Plus. Yeah. When you when you have somebody sort of Siri's gonna ask you. <laughs> Right, you're just gonna be chilling in the house one day. She's gonna ask you hey, if you want to sign up. You want Apple TV Plus? I'm like, bitch, what? <laughs> Shut the fuck down. You're sir. on mute. How did you <laughs> exactly? How did oh, you override? They're it? listening. <laughs> if, you, if you even mention Apple yeah. TV Plus, Siri's gonna hear it and ask, like, "Would you like me to subscribe?" Yeah. Um, okay, so while we're talking about streaming platforms, uh, we just talked about Apple TV Plus. Um, uh, another uh, streaming platform is about to hit market. Uh, it's uh, from um, the uh, uh, Magnolia Pictures, which is a, uh, I, I believe they're a movie studio, or and I guess maybe I'll have to go back and double check how they categorize themselves. But uh, basically, they produce like a shit ton of movies, or maybe not a shit ton, a lot of movies. Um, enough yeah enough to launch a streaming service exactly and uh they're doing something interesting so they're 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 launching this on dish network right which is interesting but um (laughs) who the fuck uh, has dish (laughs) network yeah but you but you take what you can get i guess yeah Uh, it's the only person who ever has friends or uh, who has dish network is the friend that you never like really want (laughs) to go over their house anyway they're like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna fire up the grill this weekend. You yeah, should come. Yeah. And you're like, you know, you know, uh, you know. I'll let you know this weekend. Yeah, I'll let you know. I don't have time. They are the ones that always have Dish Network. <laughs> um, so what they're doing is uh, they're doing something interesting. They're they're actually launching three different 
um, su- subscription-based movie channels uh, on uh, Dish Network. Um, uh, one called Warriors and Gangsters, and then another called Docs, and then the other called Monsters and Nightmares. Uh, and they're all specific to uh, action, which would be the Warriors and Gangsters, uh, documentaries, which would be Docs, and of course, horror, which would be uh, uh, Monsters and Nightmares. Um and I believe what they're going for is uh, they're doing it at a price point of four ninety nine per month. Seems to be the sweet spot, I guess, yeah. for for streaming platforms. Uh, and each I mean, they'd the- love to charge fourteen ninety nine or twelve ninety nine, like Disney Plus. Yeah, but they, they know yeah. that's not. They, they don't be have an the option. juice. Yeah, they don't have the juice for that. So, uh, and I actually misstated that the the channel itself for Magnolia Selects, which I believe is just like the broad based sort of. Uh, channel that they're launching that's four ninety nine, and then each of the standalone ones that i just mentioned are 2.99 per month uh via dishes uh on demand uh subscriptions um and yeah i mean um this is interesting uh because we're seeing a, like a lot of these sort of studios put things out on uh on these cable providers um uh, or, or i guess yeah I, I guess they would be either cable or, or dish providers um, and I'm not sure how successful they are. So, for instance, like I know Paramount has, yeah. uh, has one that keeps popping up. I always see some fire movie that I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to take it, and it's like on Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and, I don't have. That. They have that one show. It's like Yellowstone or Stone Mountain or some shit like that. They okay, have, they have a really popular show. I actually met someone the other day who has paramount picture streaming service why i i asked them the same thing (laughs) and they did they also did not know i think it was one of those things where they gave you the 30 days for free and then they just forgot to cancel it you just forget to "Ah, now i've got it for the next few years yeah um this sounds interesting because i like the takedowns right you you can get the full shit for 4.99 or if you just want very specific things they have those options whereas you know, all the other services are like you know yeah. you're gonna uh, yeah 299 you pay for it you get it and you're gonna get everything this is like hey if i just like this particular genre i just like this particular category i can pay for just that yeah um but the 299 and the 499 there's the difference is so little mm-hmm. that you might as well just yeah. get the four. You know, it's, it's, but, but here's what I, I I'm thinking. I, I don't think you can actually get those the the other channels, uh, with the four ninety nine package. I think it's just Magnolia Selects, which is like their main sort of thing, um, and then to drill down to the more specific channels, uh, you have to purchase those separately. Like you can't if, get those con you can't get that content on Magnolia Selects. You'd have to do it in addition to. If that's the structure of it, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not. They created this whole thing. They thought, oh, my God, this is really good. I only had one foot in the door to begin <laughs> with. Uh, now uh, I'm going to close it and I'm going to walk yeah. the fuck and, away. And look, I, I, that, that is not confirmed. I, I don't know. I didn't read anything in this uh, particular article that I read about. And it. they haven't launched it yet, right? Um, um, I don't believe they have. As far as let me, let me double check that, though. Uh, Magnolia Selects, uh, whoever's over there working right now, listening yeah. to this podcast, um, even though we're not recording live, <laughs> if that's what you guys have in mind, yeah, stop that shit. Don't do that. Because uh, if I if I pay for the four ninety nine selects, I want all the other shit. Right? Just give me everything. I'm paying for the four ninety nine, right? Just like Apple TV Plus. They're not gonna say, oh, you can only watch a little bit of this, right? And and then so if I get uh, Magnolia Pictures selects, right? Yeah. But I want 
something that's in one of the other takedown categories, yeah. the two ninety nine categories. Yeah. Do I gotta pay for that too? Yeah. So, so I'm gonna be billed four ninety nine and two ninety nine a month. Well, just consider that to be you know, uh, what would that be what seven ninety nine? I don't even know. That's what is it? Eight ninety eight? In that? <laughs> yeah, so that would be eight ninety eight. My math was slightly off. Yeah. No, no, yeah. don't do that. No, <laughs> I'm gonna get the four ninety nine thing. Just give me everything with that. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to see two charges on my uh, on my statement. Actually, wouldn't that be seven ninety eight? What? Yeah. Yeah. Norse. Wait, no. Six ninety eight. No. Six ninety eight. That's six ninety eight. No. Seven ninety eight. Fuck. Yo. <laughs> Public school. We, <laughs> <laughs> this is what oh we've come to. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! We are both wo- woefully stupid. Um. Okay. Uh. So that's uh Magnolia. Um, no, uh, so final thoughts though. I think this yeah. is good for those who like like smaller pictures, the things that you might not be able to find on on a Netflix. Sure. You might not be able to find on Amazon. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of hipsters will be really into this. Yeah, so, I think yeah. there's there's a. And they're doing this purposefully, right? There's yeah. uh, there's an audience there for this, and there's nobody else who's like in this particular lane. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Uh, I By think nobody, I mean like very few yeah. are targeting this particular lane. I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting try, but I'm not sure how successful that's going to be, right? Because you're telling me if I if I want to watch specifically like action movies, I've got to get this, you know. Uh, um, it, mobsters and gangsters whatever the hell they 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 listed it as i don't know maybe that's adding another barrier for me meaning that like if i've gotten your magnolia selects like because i'm not just going to want to watch action movies yeah. or even just if i like that shit sometimes i will want to watch a documentary yeah right? you know and so it's like well why why do i have to get all and then if you not to mention if you got all three right because that's you know the three two ninety nine packages plus the four hundred and just like no, this is all very weird and complicated, and I don't yeah. have any. Come on, guys, this yeah. this, this you, is getting you, messy. You, Let's your, clean it up. Your content isn't that fire. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Let, let, let's press forward here. Um. We we have some new news as far as uh, Game of Thrones is concerned. Um. It is. Uh, not just rumored, but uh, but but highlighted that uh, we might be getting not just one Game of Thrones prequel, um, but Deuce Game of Thrones uh, prequels. Uh, so uh, you know, in this article from uh, from Yahoo, nonetheless, um, you know, I, I was reading about how their um, the original or. The, the prequel that we sort of had or that we knew was going to be produced uh, that I think they've already shot um, the the pilot for um, that uh, is going to follow Game of Thrones uh, from I believe it was like a thousand years ago or something like that uh, from from when we knew from when we started following obviously the, the Starks and Targaryens and all that stuff at the beginning of Game of Thrones Um this particular series will follow a specific house uh, and it's going to be following the uh, house Targaryen um, at the beginning uh, or I believe 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Um, and all of this is obviously based on George R. R. Martin's um, 
you know, all of the the material that he's written. So these are all things that are pulled from existing yeah. material that he's written. I don't necessarily think that they're from specific uh, his specific books, obviously, because, you know, th- that has to do with uh, um, a song of uh, uh, fire and ice, um, uh, which, of course, is Game of Thrones. Um, but he's written so much other material that gives you background on, you know, all these houses. And I don't know how, how the fuck does he come up with this shit? Like what the fuck? Like he just be in a crib, like yo. <laughs> then he has to smoke so much weed. Yeah, and then north so much of weed. the wall, there are these <laughs> wildling people, and then there's and a giants. thousand years of history yeah. on them, and it's very detailed, you know. And it's just like, dude, yeah, that's, you that's have a, too much fucking that's time. Some on creative your shit, creative, or maybe you're just. Uh, I wonder if he's married. He's got to be. Oh, he is married because uh, I think his wife's favorite character was Arya. Uh, I remember reading that. He was fucking her one night. He was like, what if you were really my aunt? (laughs) And that's how he thought of the whole Daenerys Jon Snow. What if he just found out? What if he was fucking his aunt? That's a real. Yikes. George (laughs) R.R. Martin. Kept going. Like, uh, Uh, I don't want to. That's nice. But But, so this 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 uh, the first prequel that I heard about, I wasn't too excited about it. I think for me, it was just that like Game of Thrones was too new. It was like all this shit just happened, and there's a prequel coming already. Like you know, let's give it some air, let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. Um, But this uh, prequel focusing on the uh, the second prequel announcement focusing on the Targaryen family that sounds a little bit exciting, right? (laughs) And this will uh, one of the big. Parts of it, it will feature more dragons. There's gonna be lots yeah, of yeah, fucking I, dragons I, I, in this I, one. That's what they're saying is uh, dragons everywhere. You you, you turn your head, um, which will be fucking dope. But also, I don't. I like. Here's what I'm I'm kind of hoping is that we, I I felt like we did get kind of robbed with the ending of uh you know Game of Thrones, and there were a lot of still questions up in the air, and there it felt like it was very abrupt. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I'm hoping is is that they were doing that because they knew th- uh, on the back end they were going to do you know these uh, uh, prequels, uh, and then that's when they're going to give us a lot of shit that we were yeah. kind of looking. They give for. you a little bit of taste of yeah. it, and then hey, here's there's a lot more of it coming. Exactly. You know. Um. So hopefully they'll be able to do some interesting things with the dragons. Um. I know one of the major things that you know theories that were, was going around that might happen in um at the end of Game of Thrones was. Uh, that Bran would warg into a dragon and he'd be able to con- kind of control the dragon. Um, so it'd be cool to see shit like that, you know, kind yeah. of play out. Um, so, yeah, anyways. Uh, I just thought it was really interesting that they're trying, to, you know, one, you know, prequel, one, you know, addition to a series that's ended. Okay, two you are uh, you are betting the entire house. Yeah. On. <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting to see what people are going to do, right? Our audiences who are interested in, or our fans of Game of Thrones going to watch both? Um, what particular audience is going to choose one over the other? Yeah. And, you know, what are ratings going to look like? Are both shows going to be wildly successful or is one going to be more successful than the other for, you know, whatever reasons, right? Yeah. And obviously the writing and the casting and, all that stuff is going to determine the success of the show. Yeah. But if you watch one of these upcoming prequels, can you divorce yourself from the other? Can you just ignore it? No. Or I, are but you going to have I to think, watch both? 
and I, I don't know. Weirdly enough, I think they can start doing some cool things. So, for instance, there there can be like a whole bunch of like not necessarily Easter eggs, but like just things that are like drop in for where it's kind of a connected universe in a in a very sort of subtle way. There's things that they can mention in one show that is played out in another. And yeah, they can start doing some cool things like that. Um, but they have to do it in the right way. Now, what's the right way? No idea. Yeah. But I know that it can't come out looking sloppy. Like it's, like it's got each show might have little nuggets that, like, hey, if you're kind of interested in what happened at this point of time, you might want to watch the other series because that'll really detail it out. Like, yeah. If the Targaryen family has a notable episode or few episodes in the the first prequel that was announced, right? Mm-hmm. Then you probably have to watch the second prequel, which focuses on the Targaryen family to learn more about that storyline or, or those events that took place. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Either way. Um, yeah, and and it's going to be interesting seeing where the shows go now that they don't have uh, the writers from Game of Thrones. I don't think they're involved in any way in these particular shows. So it's going to be interesting to see who the fans blame for any sort of lackluster writing or things that don't necessarily go bend the way that they they think it should bend. Um, yeah, and I want to see what uh, what new actors and actresses emerge in these new series you know, as like fan favorites, in, right? In that, in that original prequel, I believe uh, Naomi Watts uh, is starring in it. Mm. Uh, so it's a big, pretty decent sized name. Yeah, she's to, a uh, you know she's not like a. C-list actress Naomi Watts has done. She's got a really great body of work. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, what character is she playing? What you know, what story is going to be told around that character? And then there's always some like the smaller characters that fans grow to love, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we've got several of those in Game of Thrones. It's going to be exciting to see who takes over uh, in these upcoming series, right? And are they going to fill the shoes of? You know the Daenerys's that we love, the Jon Snows and the the Ned Starks. Like, are they going to be as loved as some of those characters were? <laughs> uh, 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 giant shoes to fill. Exactly. Uh, although maybe Jon Snow's shoes aren't that big. But. Not so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, Tyrion's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, but uh, big. Uh, I guess egos to. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one. Uh, moving on with another story here. Um, let's talk about. Um, uh, we recently just got the drop on uh, who's going to be starring in the uh, much talked about sequel to the so- uh, Suicide Squad, uh, which is entitled The Suicide Squad. Uh, so- How can I? I can't pronounce that na- uh, uh, word. Suicide. Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Yeah. Suicide, it's, it's a weird word because it doesn't look like how it sounds. Yes, yes, it does. Suicide. No, it's yeah, not, it, does. it sounds like I want to say sewer <laughs> and then side. You, it is not spelled like you're that. You're over, it's S-U-I-C-I-D-E, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sue, S-U. Suicide. Sue, and then C-I-D-E. Suicide. But we don't pronounce it as such. We say suicide. No, you are saying that <laughs> weird shit that you're saying. Stop it right now. Whatever you're doing, just stop. Say it one more time. Suicide. 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 You, suicide. You added an A in there. Why'd you add an A? It's a it. <laughs> suicide. All right. Um, uh, if you've come to this podcast to, <laughs> to, to learn to, to be cognitively engaged and to... Uh, to, to truly take information from this and oh be a better God. person is, is yeah. uh, this is not the one. No, this is not the one at all. Uh, you know, I try to pride myself on, uh, you know, 
being smart, but also <laughs> even the way you said it, yeah. being smart. It, it sounds like something Trump would say. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I, I have smartest very, president ever. I have like a big brain. You know, uh, that sounds like something Trump would definitely say. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I and. I think a lot of that has to do with like vocabulary and just like how you organized your sentences and all that. And then other times you just realize, no, I'm a giant idiot. I, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck I'm saying ever. I'm trying yeah. to find my words, <laughs> but I've already started speaking. It's just, it's going to be just terrible. Um, and yeah. it's Sunday during football season. It's a lot of beer. Oh shit. That's what it is, dude. That's yeah. what it fucking is. I always notice the day after I've, uh, and this weekend, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm probably drinking way more than I probably should have. Um, but I always notice the day after, I'm so much, I, I am ex- noticeably dumber this the, the next day. Yeah. Like, And it's, I won't even have to be hungover. It is just like, I'll start fumbling words. I can't find what the fuck it is that I'm trying to say. Like, it's it's really bad. Yeah, like, so, I'll be uh, talking to people and I'll, like, I'll, we'll be engaged in a conversation and you know, it'll be my turn to talk and I'll just be like, uh, or I got, you, I got or you use a lot bucks. more filler words, <laughs> use a lot more ums and likes. And, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, basically, the, um, the, if you uh, look, look at the, uh, that, that's how the conversations are exactly. Monday morning. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyways, uh, let, let's press forward with this, uh, suicide. Uh, we, 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 it was announced, um, you know, what the, uh, who's going to be in the cast for suicide squad. Um, and of course, this is coming from James Gunn, who is the director of the film, uh, uh, along with uh, he's directing that as well as uh, Guardians 3. I believe he'll, uh, he'll, he'll, of course, still be directing if uh, if everybody can remember that uh, the story from a few months ago. Uh, so uh, let's talk about some of the notable uh, you know, either additions or subtractions from the cast. So in the uh, uh, original cast, uh, we, of course, probably the mo- the most, uh, I would say probably the most notable actor was Will Smith. And of course he played Deadshot. Um, and in this film, he is clearly not attached, which is, um, I don't know. How do you think that's going to be received? I feel like it'll cast uh, a smaller shadow over the film, right? When you have a star to the caliber of a Will Smith, there maybe are expectations for the movie that I'm not going to say are unreasonable, but like the movie's then supposed to be larger than life, right? Oh, you've got Will Smith. He's this massive Hollywood star. You got Jared Leto, big Hollywood star, Margot Robbie. Removing someone from that equate removing someone like Will Smith from that equation just kind mm. of levels out the playing field a little bit where it's like, okay, we've got a bunch of really good actors in this film. Now we can focus more on the story, right? And what you didn't get from Suicide Squad is like too much of an emphasis on Will because again, the story was about a bunch of different characters in this Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, but as an audience member, you know Will, you like Will, you want more of Will. Like, I want to I want to see more of this person. I want more background story on this particular character. Now that he's not a part of this project, I don't think there's going to be that shadow. Yeah. Um, and also notably missing from, you know, this uh, this film is uh, Jared Leto, who, of course, played Joker in uh, the original Suicide Squad. And um, I think it's OK. I think uh, I think we don't need any more of that. Whatever that was. No, no, let's yeah. let's um, 
and I mean, so and Jared Leto was supposed to also be doing a standalone Joker film, right? Uh, well, after this Joker film that's coming out, yeah, maybe we should just go ahead and cap just, that. Yeah, because no, no, no. <laughs> uh, the the Joker film uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, yeah. it's it's receiving rave reviews. Like it's already being talked about in terms of like, Oscar, Oscar buzz, contention. Yeah. So, if I were Jared Leto or whoever's thinking up. Was thinking about doing another Joker movie right now is not the time because that shit is, um, you know, that shit is on fire, right? Yeah, now is not the time to try and oh, let's let's yeah. see if we can do better. No, 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 yeah, let's just leave that where it's at. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, I'm, I'm getting down on Jared, but um, yeah, I don't think it was his fault, it was, it was what they did with the character that uh, that I think ultimately made it seem stupid. Um, okay, uh, and then of course, uh, Carola, uh, Kara. D. Levine, uh, if that's how you pronounce her name, um, she's also obviously not going to be in the film. Here's how bad the movie was. I don't, I don't even remember what the fuck happened to her character. I have no idea. Did they kill her? They killed her, right? Wasn't she something like the sorceress? Yeah, the yeah, sister? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, she was like the big. Uh, she was a big bad of the film. I think she died. Somehow. Yeah, so, so yeah. Okay. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just assume. Um, so you know what? I might do. I might. No. Watch under Suicide under no circumstances again. I'm going to go revisit that movie. Once I was might. enough. Once was enough. We should we should watch Suicide Squad and Aquaman back to back <laughs> one day. Right, fuck it. Let's just throw in Batman versus Superman. Let's throw in <laughs> Justice League. Let's just watch all these uh, below average films. Yeah, and let's uh, let's not forget to uh, uh, to take the seal off of the gas main in the basement. <laughs> uh, hope it hits before. Man, uh, before, before we finish either of those Justice movies. League hits, yeah. Um, okay, um, well, let's talk about some of the people returning. We have Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller, Margot Robbie returning as Harley Quinn, who also has uh, Birds of Prey coming out, which is uh, basically Harley Quinn's sort of gang gang. Um, and we have Jay Courtney returning as Captain Boomerang, and then uh, Joel Keeneman, uh returning as Rick Flag. Um, which, uh, okay, cool. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, they're it's good to have at least those people back, but also uh, whatever. Um, some notable additions. Uh, we have John Cena. Like he does have good good intro music. Um, so John Cena and Idris Elba are just like joining film franchises, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yo, let me just jump uh, on this shit real quick. They're joining the same franchise. Yeah, they they well. Idris Elba was most recently in Hobbs and Shaw and John Cena recently uh, or the film is in production, but he joined the cast of the Fa- Fast and Furious, um, Fast which Nine. Fast 9 is coming out uh, 2020, I think April of 2020, May of 2020. Yeah, who cares? Um, so, yeah, they, they both joined that franchise and now here's uh, both of them are now doing this project. Right. Yeah. Uh, so very interesting. Uh, one of the other notable additions is uh, Alice Braga. Who you probably know her? She was in a. I don't know that remember is. that movie with Will Smith, uh, I Am Legend. Yeah, she was the woman with the child mm-hmm. who found sure. him at the mm-hmm. dock. Thought she's in it. Uh, she, yep, she was in Elysium, Repo Man, Predators. Uh, she's, she's in your show. She's one of my favorite shows, Queen of the South. Yeah, um, I think that show is very like cheesy and and uh, it's not supposed to be like uh, they're, they're not winning any Emmys or Golden <laughs> Globes on that show, right? Yeah. But I think she is a great actress, and I think she's gonna uh, be a great addition to this this particular yeah. film. Um, and then we have uh, Taika Waititi, um, who um, he's doing all sorts of things, but he's most notable for, for being a director. Um, 
you know, uh, and he uh, uh, directed um, uh, he uh, this. Uh, no, did he direct it? No, I, I'm not sure if he directed it, but uh, he has the film Jojo Rabbit that's uh, that's um, either coming out or has come out. Um, but it's basically about, uh, you know, um, I think a kid who has an imaginary friend who turns out to be Hitler. Uh, so which is a very interesting looking film. Um, uh, and then also he directed Thor um, uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and and so uh, and then also I think he's directing um, Thor Thunder in Love. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate that title. Yeah, I'm like, but I have a feeling Marvel always does this, where the title sounds stupid, but then they somehow turn it into something that's like, oh, that's cool. I mean, I we we know that Thor is in love with uh, who's the um, Natalie Portman's characters. What's her name again? Um, Jane. J- yes, yeah. Jane Foster. Yeah, we know they're in love. He's the god of thunder. It's, to me, it was too simple. It's too easy. It's like thunder and love. Okay, sure. <laughs> right yeah i feel like someone in the meeting just uh put it in as like a filler yeah for the title of the film and then james gunn was probably like yeah let's keep Whatever. it yeah, keep let's it. do that <laughs> let's just let's, let's not i've got a script to write just we've got yeah, roll this we've along. got other things to worry about <laughs> thunder and love is yeah uh and then also notably in the film of course running other cast is idris alba uh that we talked about you know two minutes ago not a bad move for idris yeah um or did we already mention him and i just completely forgot oh no we mentioned him. we were talking about idris and john, john cena, cena. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Uh, but john cena don't really care too much i, I imagine he's going to be like the muscle in this movie one way or another yeah either either a really strong bad guy or like a m- muscular good guy who can yeah. shoot and run and gun right yeah um idris i want to see what role he plays Good guy. Maybe they'll just, well, they just put a, uh, pull a uh, Terrence Howard and just be like, I guess this is our new dead shot. Oh, shit. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> because, nah, I mean, that, I don't, ca- I don't that character that. is still very much a part of the Suicide Squad story. You don't need him to be. It's yeah. fine. The, just, the, sto- the, sto- the story was uh, uh, sufficiently terrible enough where they don't really give a shit. I mean, one black guy dropped out. Another <laughs> one's picked up. It's, uh, yeah. Unless they put, unless Pete Davidson... <laughs> Is going to play Deadshot because uh, he's a part of this film. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Holy <laughs> he's shit. a part of the cast. Um, oh, yeah. Pete Davidson is. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I hope they do better than the first one. Luckily, they only have upward mobility. Well, James, right? James Gunn is directing it, so I have a little more confidence that it's going to be, you know, that that, that they're going to. But what, what they have to do is the studio, uh, meaning either Warner Brothers or maybe even some of the people at DC, they have to kind of take their hands off of it a little bit, you know, like let somebody make their fucking movie. What I uh, so David Ayers, the uh, director of uh, the first Suicide Suicide Squad film, um, uh, I think he famously said like they basically went through and chopped up the movie on the back end uh, and reshot a whole bunch of shit and kind of like stitched it all together and used like a production company that was used to doing like trailers and shit in order to do it. Um, and it's like when you do stuff like that, yeah, like you're and and, the, and it showed in the movie because the movie was the most incoherent, yeah, fucking piece of shit I, I I've ever seen, you know. And no disrespect to the people who actually made it, but like like let's call it spade a spade. Like it just the movie was just not good. Um, and so when you have shit like that, it's just like, dude, like it doesn't matter who's making a movie or who's in it, it it's going to turn out to be a piece of shit if you can't 
take your hands off of it and let them just make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and bringing in hope, uh, I can I can't imagine that James Gunn is going to sign on to do this film and allow for that type of thing to happen, right? Where they he shoots one film on the back end, they chop it up and create something. You have no control, dude. Like it's not it's not up to you. It's up to them. They they own the shit. No, fuck that. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> We're gonna go in there. I've had that. really good success so yeah. far with the, with the films I've done. Like the, I'm going to shoot a movie, and that's the movie that the audience should see. I think that's probably part of the. Uh, if I were James Gunn, the only re- way I would do this project is if that was going to be the agreement, right? Yeah. But again, yeah, he, how much control does he really have over the end product that you see in theaters? He has control over the direction of the film and, and the making of the movie, but that is very different than what we're seeing in theaters after it's been edited. Yeah. Yeah. So, Either they, way, it should, it should so be. if James Gunn does a great job, someone could still fuck it up. No, that's exactly the case. Uh, and that doesn't that, yeah. that, that's that's terrible, isn't it? it Imagine is. if you made a great film, a phenomenal film. Someone else yeah. just comes in and is like, "Hey, that story you told, great. I'm gonna do a few things. I'm gonna make a few changes, all right? <laughs> and yeah. then you, you'll see it in theaters." But it's but it's because you have people in rooms who believe that they know better, even though like they're not the actual makers of the shit, right? People who are looking at like analytics and data and be like, oh, this is what people like in movies. Yeah. That's what people like in movies. And then you just end up throwing a bunch of shit in there that your data is telling you that people like, but doesn't actually translate to a story that's cohesive, that feels organic um, and is watchable. Sure, that's yeah. why it was not watchable. Those nobody should have laid eyes on that those people's names at the um like when it's when the credits start rolling yeah. should be like in by like bolded right yeah so you know oh, who, who fucked it yeah, up who <laughs> fucked it up and they should slow down when it's scrolling past like these people fucked it up and then yeah then the what's right next to it is these motherfuckers are responsible <laughs> for this film and here's their addresses uh, and phone numbers in case you want to here's do where something. their kids we're, go to we're school. not encouraging anything just if you want to do something <laughs> um all right so um from one criminal movie which is the original suicide squad to another actual criminal um felicity huffman Let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about her real quick. Um, so uh, if, if uh, you know everybody remembers, this is uh, she, Felicity Huffman is an actress in Hollywood who's of course married to William H Macy, um, and she was a part of this whole sort of college admission uh, admissions scandal um, that broke a few months ago, um, and uh, you know. It, it, her and Lori Laughlin were some of the uh, the two of the you know I guess higher profile or high, higher public sort of uh, facing figures that um, you know were were attached to the scandal, um, and so it just came down that she is going to be receiving a prison sentence. Now, one could argue that it's a, not a very long prison sentence since it's only fourteen days, but. I guess the process or the defense was arguing, you know, um, similar um, similar cases like hers were uh, were given uh, sort of a lenient, more lenient sort of um, sentencing. Um, So that's why they wanted her to either not get any sort of jail time or just receive, you know, the most minimal slap on the wrist sort of uh, amount of, uh, of, of jail time. Yeah. Now. This was she. She committed a non-violent crime. This wasn't, you know, drug-related. Um, it was just 
an abuse of power and privilege, right? That uh, in ultimately what happened was 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 a crime, right? Yeah. And when when you look at opportunity that's taken away from other people and given to other people simply because they have more money, like you expect them to be punished just as anyone else would be, right? Yeah. Um, what exactly would I have wanted, right? Like if I were the person who were, you know, giving her the sentence, does she deserve to go to jail for a year? I don't think so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, 90 days. Yeah. I would have given 90 days, six months, right? Well, well here, here's the thing. If, if we want things to be consistent, then they have to be consistent, right? Like, yeah. Um. So there, there were other cases that were sort of similar to this one. Uh, I think the most uh, sort of notable of which is uh, a, a black mother from, I believe, Akron. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, she was using her, I believe, father's address to uh, allow her child to go to a different school district than what they actually than what they lived in. Um, and she was, uh, I believe, initially sentenced to. Uh, five years in prison and then uh, they ended up uh, uh, walking it back to uh, 10 days yeah so now some people say that oh well like you know they she only got 10 days right but having that five-year sentence just hanging over your head and attached to your name in terms of your like public criminal record there's a lot of pressure to that that is still punishment in and of itself right yeah and I would imagine that she's probably under some like extended probation, right? Yeah. Where if she I'm gets sure she have probation on the back end, yes. Yeah, two three years of probation, or maybe the like the you know ten days suspended sentence, but during the rest of the five years, she's under some type of probation, right? Sure. So again, that is a lot of pressure that hangs over someone's head. That's on public record, um, and all she was trying to do, just like Felicity Huffman, was get a better education for her child, just in a way that. All she did was like use someone else's uh, what was it address or zip code or something yeah, like that for like father's address in order yeah. to yeah she didn't necessarily and that's not necessarily taking opportunity from anybody else that is yeah just you trying know, just to, getting yeah. your kid in a better school what yeah. Felicity Huffman did actually did take opportunity because these colleges these um, uh, and I think her kid went to like UCLA or USC or one of the big schools in Southern California yeah um, her kid being accepted by falsifying or essentially paying for these SAT scores made it so that another kid did not get accepted. Right. So that is directly kind of taking or paying to take away someone else's opportunity and only to get 14 days. It's that's what you're talking about when you say, you know, all things even. Right. And that's clearly not even. Yeah. I I think I I personally think it's, it's, it's even in the way that, um, I don't think this is necessarily a crime that you should have to go to, like to jail for. Period. Like I don't, I don't. I think it's just like a stupid thing, right? Like you essentially want the best for your children, so you're gonna do whatever it is to get them a leg up, whether it is, you know, at a, a higher learning uh, institution or uh, if it's just to you know fucking preschool or you know high school or whatever the case is, right? You're gonna try to provide the best possible chance for your child that you can. Um, now, obviously, uh, you, 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 like you were saying, um, if you take away the opportunity from somebody else, that then changes the game a little bit. But um, I, I think my argument with that would be, I think that's w- w- like it's almost like 
it's almost like in either baseball or some sort of sport where it's like, all right, well, if they're using steroids, I'm going to use steroids too. It's like, if everybody's doing it, then fuck it. Like if I'm not doing it, then I'm going to be fucked because, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like fucking, you know, trying to race against Lance Armstrong. It's like, well, I was literally just about to bring up Tour de France. Now, I, all of them should have been juicing. Yeah. That's the only way I was going to I think watch. they all were yeah. juicing. Good, it's just that, yeah, yeah. It's the only way I was going to watch. <laughs> um, you know, and so it's it's sort of like, well, okay, well, what do you do if everybody's doing this and I'm not doing it? Then I'm the one playing by the rules, playing fairly. And it's just like a basic, what you know, yeah. sort of fact of life, right? Like if you're not the person doing dirt and doing all this other shit, and you're being the fucking angelic one, chances are you're getting sure you got your principles, and that's great. But also, you're not going to get ahead. Yeah. Like you know, do do sorry. rich people and people in higher power positions right mm -hmm. if they commit the same crimes that just an average person commits yeah should they receive more or less punishment right now here, here's so this woman got a 10-day suspended sentence uh, felicity huffman got 14 days when she gets out of jail right she's going to have to try and continue her life like with that over her head that like she is now a convicted felon or so on and so on and spent time in jail yeah um, getting employment and it, it, unfortunately in the world that we live in once you've gone to prison people will always see you in that way it's going to be on your record she's maybe going to have trouble getting employment um, you know so what does the rest of her life look like whereas Felicity Huffman uh, more than likely she's going to be able to get those uh, now granted you're just going to be able to google it but like let's say she wants to get those records sealed and maybe get that expunged or and she's already rich right so how much is this really going to affect her life moving forward? I couldn't imagine much. And if she has a good PR person, a good publicist, they're going to be able to take that and maybe like rebrand her, reshape her image for future film roles, right? Sure. Um, so that you can use that to make the argument that like maybe these like rich people who've taken advantage of the system, right? Knowingly taken advantage of it should be punished more than people like normal, regular, everyday people who just tried to manipulate the system a little bit to make their lives better because they're already not in good positions yeah i mean uh, and, and you know maybe we just spend like a minute or two on this um but i, I think that's a that, that's a weird approach because then you get into some weird land of okay well what then constitutes as rich what what, what constitutes as you know um, having a, a certain status within society, like are we are we then doing hierarchies, and are is there any clear definition of that? Um, I, I think that everybody should be treated equally across the board. But the caveat that I'll put it in is, of course, you have to factor in somebody's wealth, somebody's fame. Yeah. When thinking about like, uh, some of the privileges that they could have right and and are they likely to do this again you know is this a consistent behavior and i think that if you're you know um if you are rich and you do something like this and they just kind of give you a slap on the wrist yeah sure there's a decent chance you just do it again because yeah like what lesson like, was learned yeah right? it's not like you know they really did anything to you now for somebody like felicity huffman um you know, I kind of already saw the pity party start where they're like, oh, well, you know, now her reputation is tarnished. She's not going to be getting work. She's literally they just came out with a movie on Netflix. Uh, the, the one the with Angela Bassett. Yeah. Yeah, our, our, um, yeah. It's called Otherhood. Other right? yep. yeah, yeah. She's she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right? She'll be OK. If yeah. anything. And, and what happens with celebrities like this, right, whether you're a musician, an actress, uh, um, uh, professional athlete, sometimes like getting in a little bit of trouble. Right. 
because people view celebrities differently. So again, her PR people, they can just kind of use this as an opportunity. It's like, rebrand her right maybe uh maybe okay now we start putting felicity in different types of films we start getting her to read more like crime yeah, <laughs> edgy uh maybe she, in, in her next movie maybe yeah. she plays a criminal maybe yeah. she's she a just plays man. herself she she robs a bank felicity yeah. huffman and be yourself <laughs> when the director says felicity just be yourself uh he quite literally means that <laughs> your name's felicity huffman in the script um yeah, so I yeah, I just thought it was interesting that um you know, they they handed this down and that it was it was for 14 days. Um who knows? I I, I don't know. I don't know what's right or what's wrong in that situation. Like my instinct would be like, yeah, no, I'd give her like a couple of months, let her really feel it. Yeah. But 90 eh, days, whatever. right? Uh, and and that sometimes you do have to send a message to everybody else, right? Yeah. And sometimes a person has to be that avenue of sending the message. Like, hey, we're going to give this high-profile um, Hollywood actress, we're going to give her 90 days in jail, stripping her of all the luxury luxury that she's become. <laughs> what did you try to say first? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to strip her of all the luxury that she's become accustomed to yeah. in order to let all these other rich people know that if you manipulate the system or take advantage of the system, you're they being punished too. They don't care about that. Yeah. yeah but, no, um, not... but 14 days doesn't send that message a yeah. year. Maybe that'll send that message. Right. Yeah. Sm- several, two, three years. Yeah. Definitely send a message. 14, 14 days, 14 days, just enough to research a role. Right? Yeah. Uh, so she's just researching. She's like, let me go do some jail time. Let me figure out uh, for my next role, you know, exactly yeah. what I'll be working with. She's like, hmm, yeah. I can, I can, I can use this. I could. Yeah. Oh, I spent 14 days in jail. I know what it's like on the inside. <laughs> Let's Yo, make a movie out, about this. What if she comes out like swole with like a neck tattoo? And she's and converted she... to Muslim. <laughs> she's a lesbian now. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, so if I'm a really, if you know, really rich corporate motherfucker, right? Yeah. Um, if I'm one of the people who was a part of this college admission scandal uh, and the penalty for paying for my kid to get into like Harvard or Yale or Cambridge or fucking Oxford and <laughs> London or whatever. Yeah. Is 14 days in jail? I'll do right. it. <laughs> Let's go. I've always wanted to go to jail, right? Yeah, you know, rich, like, remember that story, uh, which, which is this a true story. Um, Michael Jackson was like, uh, he'd always wanted to go to a grocery store and shop like a regular person. And yeah. Know how it feels to pick up things from the shelf and put yeah. it in a basket, right? Isn't it crazy that that was a foreign concept to him? He was like, well, the, the know, chief you, reason you pick it up, you put it in your basket and you go and you pay for it and that's it, right? That well, was so foreign to him. Well, because it's like he can't go anywhere. Like there yeah. from the age of fucking 5, everybody recognized Michael Jackson. Yeah. So I guess at some points during his career it was a little harder to tell. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the day after the, um, yeah. the 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 skin bleaching, that was he the probably, best day of his life. Nobody yeah. recognized he went him everywhere. <laughs> Everybody was just like, "Yo, this motherfucker looks sick." Um, but uh, so you know, they there was this like grocery store in wherever the fuck he's from or wherever the fuck he was, who like shut down the grocery store for him so he can go shopping. Um, but what they did is they filled the store up with his like family and friends and people he like uh, knew and like they just all pre- yeah they just all pretended to like grocery shop and that's they had hilarious to, like, uh, pretend like not to know him right so what? he got that sounds he, weird because doesn't he know them he knows them they know him everybody knows what's going on but he got to 
push the cart around the aisle and go shopping. Sounds like some weird ass <laughs> so shit. So Felicity Huffman might be using this as like, oh, this is going to be 14 days of like being able to see what it's like, you know, yeah. and, and use this to position my next movie role. Yeah. She's probably going to write hey. an autobiography about this. Yeah. My, my 14 days. Yeah. It's going to be a New York Times bestseller. It's going to make other white people feel like, oh, my God. Yeah, shout out to I F- know what it's like. Shout out to F. Huff. She's going to come, she's gonna come out with a nickname. <laughs> she's she a part of a gang. You think she gets a prison tag? Yeah, of course she's going to get a prison tag. Yeah. Made by, like, some sort of weird ad, like, a uh, fucking, like, pen ink. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, mind you, she's going to be in a very nice, very comfortable jail. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the same one Martha Stewart went yeah. to. Whatever. They, whatever and they probably have there. licensed tattoo artists there. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. <laughs> Manicures and, can, and pedicures. And you can choose the artist of your choice. Like mm-hmm. you just like, let me see your Instagram. What do you? What other tattoo? You do you um, you uh, display your work? They have art exhibits in there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this whole Felicity Huffman, yeah. I think, I think it's kind of BS. Um, uh, what, what did she learn from this? Like, uh, sure, no, she's embarrassed. Them. But when she gets home, they close that door. Yeah, and there are no more cameras in media, and everybody's, uh, yeah. everybody turn your phones off. Yeah. It's a win. Let, let, let's celebrate. <laughs> yeah, they, Crack the wine. Yeah. Um, all right. Let, let's move on here. Uh, I know you want to talk about uh, Dr. Sleep uh, uh, and uh, Ewan McGregor. So uh, Ewan McGregor's been in the news a little bit lately, right? He signed on um, as Obi-Wan for is, is the uh, upcoming Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. Sure. Um, this movie, Dr. Sleep, which is... Uh, is it a continuation of? Yeah, it's like a sequel to the uh, the Shining. Sequel to the Shining, and I still have to sh- see the Shining, right? Sad. Um, and I, I think we've talked about like, this. Like movie. Trump would say, "Sad baby." <laughs> yeah. What did you say that? I don't. I never he says that always. Sad in his, baby. In his uh, in his um t- uh, tweets, he'll be like, "Somebody says something, some, some, some." Sad baby. Uh, I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but no, so I just saw the I just saw the trailer for this film. This film looks really good. Um, I haven't been. It looks okay. It, it looks, looks like it could go either way. It yeah. looks like it's, on the, the, trailer, it's on the fence. Let me, let me correct myself. The trailer okay. was really good. Okay. Um. So maybe we should have put this on our like. Uh, well, we did. We did. We we reviewed the trailer. Yes. Fine. Yes. Yeah. I completely completely <laughs> forgot. Um. Which is why I added to this list, and here yeah. we are talking about it again. Yeah. Uh, but Ewan McGregor's uh, an actor who's kind of like been in the news a little bit lately. Sure. Uh, and I think they're like. We talked about how Anne Hathaway went away for a while, right? And she comes back. It's do you do you think that's difficult for actors in music? It's difficult, right? Because in music, if if four years has gone by, and the sound has changed, mm-hmm. it's difficult to come back and like reinvigorate your music career unless you already have like a huge massive following, right? Yeah. Like people have been waiting on new music from Rihanna for like four years now. Yeah. Now she's too busy making a f- Fenny making. Uh, Isn't that what it's called? Uh, Her Fenty, Fenty, Fenty. Yeah, Fenty. Yeah. making a almost billion dollar value uh, valuation yeah. company. And so Kylie she's, was like, she's doing okay. She's like, fuck that touring shit. I'm just gonna go do this e-commerce <laughs> <laughs> cosmetic shit, and I'm yeah. gonna kill it. Um, but I think with an actor and actress, like you can go away for like ten years and come back and still, as long as you can still act, yeah. you still have directors and producers and writers willing to work with you you're good i mean robert downey jr was strung out on drugs and missing from hollywood for like 10 years and came back iron man yeah yeah but the, i mean those stories are kind of far and few in between like it's it's more likely um winona ryder 
stealing from the guy. That is actually true. Yeah, yeah. she yeah <laughs> she did have the comeback Stranger of the year with Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie, we all promptly forgot that she was definitely. Yo, uh, I, I still want from... to hear <laughs> from her. Has I, she I, ever talked about it? I don't know if she's ever talked about it. I'm sure she has, but it, it's now if you're a, if you're she's doing a press conference or an interview and someone asks her about that. Now it's probably going to be, that person's probably going to be looked at as like, okay, they're an asshole. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, you're asking Ronona writer about her shoplifting. She's moved past it. Uh, ask about stranger things. Right. Nah, we still want to know like, yo, were those jeans that important? That sweater? Was it worth it? Like, what fit it was, was it? Was about it the, yeah, no. What it was, material was it? Was, was it, it like? It wasn't boot fit. I hope yeah. it wasn't. It was, <laughs> better not have been. Those better not have been straight leg jeans or boot cut. <laughs> Who does that? Were they the like perfect fit? And she was like, "Oh yeah. shit, I forgot my wallet. I have to do it." Oh, gotta, but even as a fucking celebrity, I'm sure she just would have went to the front and be like. Hey, I mean, I'm gonna a writer. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna come back and pay for this later, yeah. right? I'll take a picture with you, <laughs> and we'll call the it. Picture even. will be worth more than yeah. these jeans. Yeah. Um, I I still gotta know. I, I gotta know. And uh, did you do you remember the video of her shoplifting? No, I didn't see. I've it never wasn't. Seen it. It, it wasn't good. Like she <laughs> she didn't even try to really hide it. She was just like. Uh, walking around the store, I think she had like a big bag with her already, and she was just like, um, "Oh, I like that stack of sweaters." And she, and she like, just dumped it in, trying like stuff a bunch of stuff in her bag. What was it on a dare? No, she... I think she. I think at one point she said that like, oh, she, she was, was like addicted, rehearsing to... for a movie role or something yeah, like that. Um, and then she finally came out like, "Yo, yeah, I, I tried to." Steal I just steal shit. shit. <laughs> I try to. I steal. I don't kill. <laughs> it was like, uh, was it Ezel? Uh, Ezel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I remember Chris Rock said it one time. He was like, you know, remember, um, remember that it was a show that was on MTV where they followed celebrity like in the life of a day with. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You remember that show? I, I think I did. They I followed Chris Rock around did, for yeah, a day. Yeah. He was like, I just like to steal sometimes. Like sometimes <laughs> I just like to steal. Um, I think he had stole a candy bar from the store like on the show. Yeah. Uh, if I even if I was, they definitely paid for that at the time. Probably the the, the production. <laughs> Coordinator was like, "How much was that?" Here, Here's a ten. Yeah. Um, even if I had like a hundred, because every now and then, you know, H and M, it's always fun to steal from H and M, right? <laughs> Little stores here and there. You just, I'm not paying for this. I'm just gonna walk out with this, right? You see okay. what happens. If you say right? so, right? Yeah. Um, I'm speaking theoretically here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Before I get a letter from someone's attorney, uh, I do. Uh, but no, it's it's definitely fun to steal shit every now and then. Uh, I, I think that, you know, maybe if I was young, like a teenager, perhaps. Now you got a lot to lose. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you start building shit and and, and then once you start learning the value of your own shit, mm-hmm. then it's just like if somebody steals from me, I swear to God, I, I fucking end them. You yeah. Know? I don't and I don't enjoy stealing from other per- people like people. person to person. But yeah. like H&M. Theoretically speaking. Theoretically. Yeah. H&M. <laughs> Zara. Okay. Best Buy. Yeah. Right? Put this in my pocket. Okay, Winona. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about you and McGregor. Uh, no, that was it. That was, that was pretty much it with you. And- <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, uh, when I put that on the list, there was something else yeah. I wanted to talk about, but it just yeah. doesn't really uh, it, doesn't matter. it doesn't really ring anymore. So. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, from, from one weirdly irrelevant uh, conversation to another, let's talk about Shia LaBeouf. Yo, uh, Shia LaBeouf, he's yeah. doing some... Um, uh, so he's doing some really interesting things. Like, so he had the film. It's it's Falcon. 
Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Uh, which is a movie that has been getting some really good reviews. Um, and here's a guy who a few years ago he was um, one of the most like well known like actors in Hollywood, right? And he still is a very well known actor in Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, who willingly stepped away from the you know the 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 big screen right the limelight and made a a a willful decision to say hey i'm gonna i I still enjoy acting and i still enjoy film and i still enjoy writing and directing and producing but i'm going to do it uh in a smaller capacity and in my own way where i have more control over my art Mm -hmm. and i'm going to do these smaller films so so again peanut butter falcon is a movie that he uh, recently did that uh, has gotten really good reviews i really do want to see that film i think it features um uh, surrounds a kid who has what is it, autism or Asperger's? I don't. Know. I, I have no idea. Um, definitely check it out. It, it's it's. I think when once you watch the trailer, you you're gonna be like, all right, uh, I'm interested in seeing that movie. Um, yeah. He also did another film this year, so he's been working two films this year. Yeah. Uh, this film, the film that I'm most interested about is it's called Honey Boy. So uh, you know Shia LaBeouf. So this is based on his own experiences, right? Uh, he he's playing his own father and he, this film focuses on some of the, the relationship and the upbringing and the, um, you know, the ups and downs and the relationship he had with his dad, which is very interesting. Cause it, you hear a movie like this and you think Shia LaBeouf's going to play himself, mm-hmm. but to play his father, the good and the bad, not only is that brave because like, who knows how your family is going to receive this film, right? Is, are your parents going to be embarrassed? Um, because this film does, and I watched the interview he did about it, this film does highlight some things that happened in his family mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people could be, you know, his father could be like very offended by, right? Or embarrassed by. Um, but he was like, it was important for him to tell like a real authentic story and yeah. not try and change certain events in order to protect certain people. He was like, if I'm going to make a film about my experiences and my family, I have to make the truest version of that. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. It's, it's, it's very brave. And uh, thus far, this film has been getting some really good reviews. So Honey Boy yeah. is a film by Shia LaBeouf that I want to see. So I just wanted to call out the fact that I admire what he's doing. Uh, He's still very much working, put out two projects in the first nine months of, of the year um, yeah. that are both getting really good reviews. Yeah. And again, he stepped away from Hollywood's limelight. Like, uh, I don't know if he stepped away so much as he was forcibly uh, removed from, from the, the scenario. No, uh, I don't think he was forcibly removed. He had a couple of missteps. There were a couple of missteps that, uh, that, that kind of tripped him up there. He's a wild boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's wild. Yeah. But couple, to, uh, to step down from doing like the Transformers, he did Fury. Um. Uh, dude, as, as soon as you get the check from those, you're just like, whatever. Let's just let's proceed here. There's no need to stick around for that for that boat. What was that? Uh, he did he did do the uh, Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. Yeah, where he played uh, Gordon Gecko's uh, son. What do you think is one of Shia LaBeouf's? Give me your top three Shia LaBeouf films. Uh, I I don't know if it's a uh, it's definitely not a film or I guess it was a film at some some point in time. But uh, let's take it back to the original. Even Stevens. Okay, that was like when he was. That was like a young Shia. LaBeouf, that was a right? young Shia LaBeouf. That that was, to me, that was peak Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, the one movie of his that I actually haven't seen that I'm actually dying to see and I I just have never taken the time to go see it is uh, American Honey, uh, and that's because I believe it was produced by A24. Um, and I just, I, I love all things A24. So, um, so yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I don't really. 
Okay, so yeah. I'm going to give you uh, uh, Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye, was that... So it was a movie where... Um, so there was oh, like... Oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. The computer yeah. program uh, was watching everybody. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, so Eagle Eye is on my list. Uh, there was the one... Um, what was it called? Uh, the the one where he has a creepy neighbor. Um, Dis- Disturbia. Disturbia. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, the first Transformers movie. One. Yeah, Disturbia was really good. Uh, yeah. The first Transformers movie he did, and do you remember Lawless, which uh, had Tom yeah. Hardy in it? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really great movie. Tom yeah. Hardy was phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and then I gotta put Fury on there. I have. I still haven't seen Fury. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, I, really I heard it was film. a great film. It yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, not only was Shia LaBeouf like phenomenal in that movie, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Michael, Pe- uh, sorry, Brad Pitt, Michael Pena. Where they were both like just really, really good in that movie. Um, yeah, check it out. And uh, Logan Lerman, I believe, was in also in Fury. Uh, I think he's a pretty good actor. Yes, yes, Logan Lerman. Yeah, Who played um, like Norman Ellison. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's jump into our last couple of things that we want to talk about here. Uh, let's talk about the NFL real quick. Uh, obviously, we haven't been back on since the football season uh, has come back. But, of course, we're back again. Football is back, baby. It is back. It has returned. Uh, and if you are somehow offended by us propping up football because of any number of reasons, oh, well. Yeah, I mean, you're entitled Sorry. to your own opinion. Yeah. I, I can like what I like. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Some people do think it's like, oh, you know, if you're supporting the NFL, if you're watching football, you're not supporting, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick's movement and, and, you know, everything that he sacrificed. And, you know, I can very much be, you know, with Cap, right? But I also love <laughs> football, right? Yeah. Well, the most ironic thing about that is, is that uh, Cap still loves football. He still loves. He football. wants to play, <laughs> right? So yeah. if he can, if he loves it and wants to do it, I I can watch it, but still support him and everything that he's done. Yeah. Uh, football is back. This is one of the. This is the best time of the year for me. Oh man, right? uh, it's nothing but pumpkin spice. Everything. That's uh, nasty. You know, uh, what do you what do you have? What else do you have in the fall? Wings and beer. Uh, wings and beer. Football. Wings and beer. Uh, and, and cozy sweaters. What's more American, right? This is a good time. Yeah. The weather starts to change a little bit. You get to layer up. You know, put on that you know windbreaker, oh, the, that, yeah, that sweater, that you cardigan, know? whatever, whatever Something your light. style Something is. Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like uh, there's nothing more American than wings, beer, and football. Um, it makes me want to just like go to the nearest Walmart and purchase a firearm and just start <laughs> shooting in the middle of the woods. Yeah, that's the only yeah, way I'd feel I was, even more American. I was wondering it. where you were going. <laughs> Our first sponsor might be NRA. With, after what you just said. Like, like, hey guys, so the fake we heard they, they make a lot of sense over yeah, there. You guys, uh, you guys yeah. know what you're doing. They, they don't know geography or math, but they those guys are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, and you're in Baltimore too. We do a lot of sales there. Yeah. <laughs> Our organization's popular. Yikes! Holy <laughs> shit! Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, football's back. It's a good time of the year. Yeah. Um, so uh, put on a little bit of weight. We're not without, um, uh, you know, controversy, obviously. And, you know, I think that's what the the NFL is nothing, you know, outside of the actual players playing on a field. It's nothing but a glorified like telenovela. Very, a lot of it's drama. just the drama yeah. for so no reason. Here's the thing about the NFL, the way the fans see the organization and the players and, and the media. Right. I feel like you don't see this in any other sport, but in the NFL, what individual players do 
is directly tied to the organization, right? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times it comes into the, the organization prioritizing, hey, uh, this superstar did something bad. Like they're good for our business or so we're going to put them on the field or uh, we may not handle this in, in the best way. Mm-hmm. But it is very difficult to handle a lot of these situations because it's like, what do you do? But yeah. if a player does something wrong, let's go back to Ray Rice, right? Sure. Uh, player does something wrong. There's domestic dispute between him and his wife. Uh, how does that really have anything to do with the NFL, right? It's not like... Nah, I, I think I see it as like anything else, right? Meaning that like uh, if you if you have something that is personally like really fucked up on, you know, with you personally um, and then your employer finds out about it, they do, ha- I think, in some instances have an obligation to make some sort of action happen. Like... An ob- not necessarily an obligation, but they have... Um, well, yeah, because they, you, they, you, it's you, within represent, their, you represent the company. Yeah, it's within so, their right sure. to terminate you yes. if they feel like what you've done negatively impacts their business, right? Yeah. Um, so just using Ray Rice as, as an example, I think the NFL handled that poorly. Like they suspended him for four games, and then they came back and they say, oh, now we're going to suspend you indefinitely because new information is available. And it's like, well, you can't really punish me twice. and. Uh, so no, they definitely handled it poorly, but I think considering the fact that like there's like video evidence of what he did, that's that's tough to. I think he should have still been able to play in the NFL. Fair enough, but again, a lot of people, and I feel like this is what the NFL was aware of. Like, hey, like if you know this person is allowed to continue to play because of a dispute that happened off the field. It's going to reflect negatively on negatively on the organization, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it, that's what always happens in the NFL. Whereas like the NBA, you know I mean? That Kobe incident, right? There <laughs> no, was no video evidence of, of the Kobe incident. So. Sure. But uh, even, even in the NFL situations, this uh, Antonio Brown thing, right? There's no video evidence of it. Um, Wait, but, ex- which is why he's playing currently. Well, uh, you know, Greg Hardy, I think that was, there was like video evidence of that or there was cell phone. So. I mean, th- there was like all the aftermath, but I don't think there was actual video. So is, is that the like the thing. make or break for the NFL? Like, hey, yo, if we can I think see, specifically, we can see it, specifically in the Ray Rice incident, I think that's what kind of. Yeah, the video. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, again, if an NBA player gets in trouble, a lot of times it. The, the media and the attention just really focuses around that player, maybe the team, but not the entire organization. Sure. If a baseball player gets in trouble, right? Uh, there was that video of the, I think it was like a Yankees player who beat the fuck out of his girlfriend in like the hallway, mm. uh, in the stairwell at the stadium, like after the game, 100 times worse. Oh, I think worse. I remember seeing that, yeah. It was 100 times worse than yeah, the whole Ray Rice thing. The incident. Ray Rice thing was kind of like a one Yeah, it was a one hitter quitter, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> this dropped, one was like Ray Rice him. dropped her in the first round. Yo, this guy stop went... Stop immediately. <laughs> yeah, no. I let me save you from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this guy went several rounds. This was a yeah. UFC fight yeah. that he was in with his girlfriend. It was fucking horrible. Yeah. I don't think this guy or it, it. So I don't know exactly what the punishment was, but the MLB was not uh, attacked or, or maybe that might be the wrong word. But the NFL was not held to the same level of responsibility that the NFL is. And I always sure. wonder why that is. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's And I think it's about, you know, popular opinion, too. You know, a lot of this stuff has to do with the, the court of public opinion of, you know, is this generally generating a lot of buzz? And I think that obviously NFL is, I think, 
especially nowadays, is in a completely different spotlight than the MLB. So it, it might just be about, you know, how many people knew about it, how many people are making a big deal out of it, as well they should. Um, yeah, so, but in speaking about where we're at currently with the NFL, I think, weirdly enough, it was a fairly event-free offseason. Nothing really happened. I mean, you had a couple of things here and there. But if this Antonio Brown thing pre his sexual assault situation is like the craziest thing to happen in offseason, it was a pretty drama-free offseason. Roger Goodell must be like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Thank God this AB situation, this is just it, right? There was just an email sent, some text messages sent. We can manage, you know, we can damage control here. If there was any video... Fuck, fuck, because he's it's the over. one who has to make the decision. I of, mean, there were like text messages and stuff, but there's no like video, at least in my knowledge. Uh, he sent her an email. It was a pretty nasty email. Yeah. Um, yo, <laughs> if you have not read the email that Antonio <laughs> Brown sent I to, uh, I forget her name, Melissa Taylor or something. I, I, don't know. I don't know her name. Um, sent to the young woman who's accused him of uh, sexual assault. Yeah, the most direct. And just nasty opening <laughs> sentence to an email you'll ever read. <laughs> I think it goes like, uh, like, haha, bitch. That's why I oh. nutted on your back. Yo, this dude's out of control. I remember. So I was, um, I was, uh, you know, at, at work this past <laughs> week, and uh, you know, Monday. I think it's like Monday or Tuesday morning. There's no way that can be true. No, this is it's right. it's so we're, Monday or Tuesday morning, we're all in the we're in the office, and um, you know, everybody's just kind of like settling in and getting in their groove for the morning, and we're all talking because we're all like big. You know, we all love football. We all play fantasy football, so we're talking about how our teams did the week before, and blah blah blah. And obviously, Antonio Brown was a hot topic of conversation. Uh, so I pull up the email Jesus <laughs> on my computer uh, and my boss, she comes over and she reads the first sentence and she's like, I just, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I can't read the rest of this. And, and it, it didn't get any better from there. Like the rest of the email is just, it's just uh, vulgar. So what the fuck it's is wrong with this? Look, okay. Let me, let me just take like one minute here to really dive in deep on this. Something is wrong with him. Like yes, something is sincerely wrong with that dude because there's no way like I like even if you buy you know that he 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 talked his way and and you know uh, orchestrated his way out of you know Oakland you know uh, into New England okay cool but the shit you do and say during that entire process is like the most backwards way of doing it yeah. like it's it, it like. If I wanted to be logical about it, I'd be like, tell my fucking, you know, uh, tell my agent, I want to be traded to another team. I don't, I'm not going to play for you. I'm not going to like, this shit is stupid. I'm not, I, I, I've never wanted to come here. Cool. You don't fucking talk about a fucking helmet. You don't, you don't, you know, uh, 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 you know, go get your feet frostbitten. Uh, you don't uh, fucking uh, what was it originally like he missed a couple practices, some walkthroughs. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what was it at the beginning of the, all that drama? Um, uh, he did something at the beginning of it. There's just like, you know what? The, uh, st- oh, and then yeah. he called uh, Mike Mayock, uh, Mike Mayock, Mayock a cracker. Yeah. Uh, 
what are you doing? Like, what the fuck's happening? He was a busy guy this offseason, uh, yeah. Antonio Brown. Um, but again, like a lot of this, you know, kind of blows back on the NFL for player issues. And it's like how much, well, obviously the NFL has no control over the players because these are adults, right? And these are yeah. grown men making their own decisions off the field. And a lot of times it just reflects negatively on the organization. But, yeah. um, and they do they, their best to damage control, right? And so, yeah. You know, oh, this player did this thing that's off the field. They can still play. Or this player did this thing that's, you know, domestic uh, violence, of course, is something that NFL doesn't agree with. And usually in those instances, they suspend the player. They put the player on an inactive list or on the um, uh, commissioner's exempt list. Yeah. Interesting. Interested to see what happens here with Antonio Brown. So one thing I did learn is that he signed a contract with the Patriots. Yeah. The day that he also declined to uh, settle out of court with the young woman who's uh, accusing him of uh, sexual assault. Mm. So, did the Raiders maybe know about this? It's seen. It's now seeming like the Raiders quite possibly, knew yeah. about it. I'm sure they did. Yeah, because because the lawyers with any had, player you get, like you're going to do your deep yeah. research on them. And the I mean, the lawyers had gave him the uh, the option to settle, right? So I'm sure he had that option for 30 days. Um, so during that time, he would have been with the Patriots or, or the with, Raiders, with the yeah. Raiders. Um, and then he declined to sign the settlement the day of his signing with the Patriots. So I think that's all like interesting timing. Yeah. Because uh, if he were to settle, that's somewhat of an admission of guilt. And um, I, I guess in some cases, yes. It's hard to say. In exactly. all cases, it's not like a true uh, admission, it but it's like. But uh, with him, I look. I. I, 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 yeah. I we don't need to pursue this anymore. I mean, he, he did that shit. The th- what was it? Uh, Fifty in. Uh, uh, that nigga did that. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to get that fucking meme. One like, of the, uh, one of Fifty's best quotes yeah. from power ever. <laughs> and yeah, that yo, that Fifty shit. has the best one-liners <laughs> in power. That nigga did yeah. that shit. Oh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Tariq was dead. like. Yo, Tariq was like, "Do you think my Do you think my dad really did it?" And he takes like a beat. Yeah, that, yeah, that nigga did that, did that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it was yo, it was the most perfect delivery of any line. That was like Oscar yeah. worthy. <laughs> yeah. If you can get, yeah. if there was an Oscar award for like one liners in a movie, yeah, he would have been in. Convention. Oh, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. Uh, look, and obviously, you know, every case should be pursued to like the the maximum you know that you can pursue it but at a certain point man dude like all the stories that you're hearing about him and like how he used to be on the Steelers and just be batting down balls because he was like having like a temper tantrum it's like dude you can't be this disassociated with like reality like what the fuck is wrong with you be a fucking normal human being like you're not gonna play this fucking game forever you know like if, if he's this much of an asshole on the team could you imagine the fuck his home life is yeah oh and and the interesting thing fuck. about it is like you know you hear like reports from people who know him and they'll say like he's great father right off the field with, with uh, his with I'm his sure children that, i'm sure that that's the company line when he's still cutting them checks to you yeah. so i mean i would say that you can be a complete asshole but at home it's like your wife and your kids or yeah. but he's not married but um, he but what i'm saying his, is his children he may be a great dad but, but he's like so child so of an asshole then in other but in other areas so he's so childish that it's just like i can't fathom that yeah. you're that great in other circles yeah. of your life now like the, you got to be a piece of shit and what i love is like shannon sharp this is why i love the undisputed podcast with uh, shannon sharp and, and skip bayless um shannon was just like money just makes you more of who you are right yeah. you give someone uh you give an asshole you know fifty thousand dollar a year yeah 
income going to be an asshole within $50,000 budget, right? Yeah. You get $30 million. Now you have 30, now your budget of being an asshole is 30 mil. That opens you up to a, being <laughs> a, a whole other, a more, level of asshole, a bigger, yeah. more lavish, louder asshole. And that's yeah. what we get with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Um, okay. So quick thoughts on the NFL in terms of where you see your team at, where you see it going uh, under 30 seconds. What do you, what do you got for me? I think the season is shaking up to be a really good one. It looks like Tom Brady's still business as usual. Um, ben Roethlisberger's hurt. Uh, uh, Drew Brees got hurt. Uh, the NFL seems a bit more wide open, especially with some of these younger guys coming in. You see Patrick Mahomes. like He can make another Super Bowl run if he keeps playing the way that he's playing. Um, some teams are doing really well. Some teams aren't. I think it's going to be another good season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think my Green Bay Packers are doing well. I would still like to see our offense uh, click uh, a little better than, than we are right now. Um, I know all the Monday morning headlines are going to be Aaron Rodgers is uncoachable because he was arguing with his coach. Uh, because of uh this this game uh, between the Vikings and the Packers today, there's uh there's a couple different spats between him and uh, Coach uh, Matt Lafleur. Um, whatever. As long as we keep getting dubs, I don't give a shit. So, yeah, that's that. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna close out here with uh. You know, I mentioned it earlier, but um, shout out to uh, Kevin Hart who yeah. uh, in recent weeks uh, suffered. Uh, he was involved in a very nasty car accident. Uh, I think only was him, one of his best friends, and his best friend's like wife or girlfriend. Uh, they were in a, I believe it was like a, a classic Barracuda, old school Bar- Oldsmobile Barracuda, the muscle car. Sure. Um, it's all the same. Rear wheel drive. They were driving in the rain. Car went off the road. Uh, both of them were, as far as I understand, they had to ha- like pry the, the, the roof Jaws of the vehicle of life. open in order to get them out. I'm still unsure of the condition that his friends are in. But oh, I, th- I think his friend, the, the guy who was driving, is pretty messed up. The mm-hmm. woman seemed to escape with uh, minor injuries. Yeah, because uh, she was in like the back passenger side or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kevin and his friend were uh, both... Uh, they were both pretty badly hurt. They were in severe condition. I know Kevin spent like a week in the hospital. He was released. Now he's in like a, a rehabilitation city, uh, facility where he's going to like, you know, he's going to have to kind of not necessarily learn to walk again, but it's going to be a, a while before he's walking uh, normal. And yeah. who knows what mobility and range he'll have. Uh, not that he's like a big um, actor where he does his own stunts, but you can imagine this is uh, taking a huge hit to, you know, because he is a brand, right? He's a huge marketer of himself, um, and not being able to do you know your comedy, not being able to be out on tour to promote Jumanji, which is a film that he just released. Uh, it's gotta, you know, it's gotta be frustrating. So anyway, yeah. shout out to Kevin Hart. Yeah. Get well soon. Hope to see him back out. Yeah, and on, and on the road. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's a miracle that he even lived. Which yeah, you know. I mean, that's that's the first miracle, right? Yeah. Anything more than that? Is just like a plus. Is you're yeah. you're alive, just be thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, so this is a lesson to everybody, man. You're you're never too famous to you know end up in an accident. Uh, so everybody use all precautions and um, you know I, I, and I, if I'm to understand correctly, like he, like there were some 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 sort of specific uh, specifications with the car that was like some sort of safety features that were like missing on the mm-hmm. car or something that like uh, added to or perhaps you know. Um, were contributors to why they, why they, uh, why the car was crashed. Um, so look, 
shit can happen. Yeah, and it be can safe, happen kids. fast. You know, so so just uh, yeah, be safe out there. Um, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, I think we'll be back probably next Sunday. Yeah, uh, to do another show. We're doing we're, we're, we're for specifically the month of September. We're only going to be doing one show a week. Uh, but we will be back, I believe, in October to uh, to doing our two uh, usual two show uh, uh, format per week. Uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll see you next Sunday. Um, anything else you want to add? No, sir. Usual protocol. Usual protocol, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to tell you, fade out, fade out. Peace. That was not smooth at all. I didn't feel that. Yeah. I, I didn't get your cue. I didn't know what your <laughs> <laughs> what the cue was.